pronounce his name. K-O-M, what would you say it was? K-O-M-R-K. R-K, Cormark. Come on, Kelly. <laughs> Don't think you appreciate that? Zorvik. Zorvik. It's North Dakota guy. Alright, fire when ready. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Well, are we gonna. Uh, well, hold on. Should we. Uh, should, do you have all the names ready to go? So there's. Yep, like, yep, yep. I okay. do know. Excellent. Alright. 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. We have 10 this time. A random number generator. Ready? That's a. It's actually named Freddy. To be honest, it was. Snafu. Situation normal. All, all fouled up. This is Snafu. Okay. All right. Welcome to another episode of Snafu. I'm Rick. Episode number 63, right, guys? Sounds right. Yeah. Everyone say hi. Say hi, Jeff. Hi, Jeff. Say hello, Dale. Hello, guys. Say, Say howdy, Pat. Hey, guys. How's it going? I mean, sorry, howdy. It's okay. How are you messing up by the numbers? All right. Well, welcome to episode 63. Yet another episode of us talking. Because you asked for it. No one's asking for it. I don't think anyone's asking. No one asked us not to. I guess it's probably more accurate. You didn't tell us to stop, so we took it as a yes. Careful. we got a lot of people on Discord now that might say stop. It's it's not exactly like they're spoiled (laughs) for choice, so. (laughs) Ouch. I mean, it's right. like you still drink that that cup of coffee from that shitty coffee place because it's the only one that's kind of on the way to work. <laughs> Thank you all for settling for us. And you're really yes. desperate. So, <laughs> but the, but the beauty is, is they get to have like they can have like four or five cups of coffee a day. They don't have to have just that one. So we're just we can be the crappy one. That's fine. Works for me. Works for me. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're gonna talk about some fun stuff. We'll do another drawing because we had more people submit pictures of stuff. Uh, obviously, some rules. Looks like Pat's going to talk about theater war scenarios, and we're going to talk about something different than an army book, right? We're going to talk yeah. about tanks, which I think is pretty light, fun. Light tanks in particular. Light tanks, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I should clarify that. Small tanks. Not the big boys, the little boys. The ones that I, I think are probably more useful in the game, quite honestly. But anyway, we'll start as we always do with Spoilers. Hobby Talk. Sorry, well, sorry, sorry. Just never mind. We don't need the segment anymore. Well, now now they know if they actually want to listen to it or not. They can turn it off and go find a better podcast to kill their time. <laughs> Just listen to static. That sometimes might be better. Uh, <laughs> funny enough, I've, I think I've selectively trained my body to go to sleep to white noise from all my children needing white noise to fall asleep. And it would plump through the monitor, and I would fall asleep to it. So now anytime you hear white noise, I just like fall asleep into my children's room. It's really weird. Like Pavlov's, uh, not Pavlov. Yeah, Pavlov. Oh, yeah. Pa- Pavlov's yeah. Yeah. yeah, the the dogs ringing the bell, yep. salivating. Yep. 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 I'm essentially that, except you just fall asleep. So, just a tra- anyway. train, train behavior. <laughs> hey, man, if it works, grow with it. I know, right? I'm like, hey, some great. people would kill for the ability to fall asleep to something. 
Anything? Yeah. Anything. Well, try white noise. It's actually really. It is quite relaxing once you get used to it. I'm I'm an ocean waves guy, so which is essentially moving white noise, yep. right? You just get the little ups and downs with it. Yep, yeah, a little rhythmic. Right. And <laughs> yeah, enough about our sleeping habits. Ta- tangent. We, we'd like people to stay awake. Tangent. Two minutes in. Not yes. even a record. Well, yeah. not, no, that's not even. A record. <laughs> it's yeah, not even sure. close. No. I, I would have been worthless assaulting the beach on D-Day. <laughs> just fall asleep <laughs> to, on the, to bring it fall back. asleep on the way in. <laughs> well, I think the gunfire might have rattled you a little bit. <laughs> yes, just just, just been training for years. All right, <laughs> let's start where we always do with hobby updates. Uh, my name is first on the list this time, so I'm going to go first because I'm actually I'm kind of. You've done some stuff. Um. I mean, I've done some. I actually did paint some Romanians. I nice. was assembling some more. I needed to stop doing that because of your tournament. I'm like, I, I probably month, realized a month ago that I wasn't going to have my Romanians done in time for that. So I, I realized like, when I announced the tournament, you weren't going to have a Romanians. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Pat. Way to have faith in me. <laughs> I it was a lot of dudes that I had to get painted, and a bunch of artillery pieces. That, dude, I, I'll tell you right now. I, I'm sorry, Warlord. Your metal artillery pieces are. You can sometimes, stop. You, you, just metal. Just, no, metal <laughs> artillery pieces in particular are pretty awful sometimes. They don't I always fit together. I see a lot together. of questions posting like, hey, does anyone have any instructions for these? How's this supposed to go together? <clears throat> yeah. Most of them, yeah. And you, you guys know when I was at that military history museum, I took like 10 pictures of the artillery pieces from every angle so I could show people how the <laughs> hell those things go together. <laughs> that that would be great. I can ask you. So actually, the, it's funny. They're, the one that, that, they're on their Facebook still. Are they? Yeah. There you go. The... For those of us that look at that, which isn't really me, honestly. Uh, yeah, right. I don't. I look at the the business side of things. I don't actually look at that our actual Facebook anymore. Yeah, if, if someone doesn't message me directly, I, I don't really pay much attention. To Sorry, it, so. Facebook people. Like you can. Discord is so in, much yeah, more effective. Well, we will interact with you on Facebook still, but it's definitely yeah. not our, our our primary mode of communication at this point. Mm-hmm. Regardless, this I will give Warlord credit in this case. They actually did have directions on the website. I was right. looking at pictures, trying to figure it out, and the last picture is actually the diagram of how to put the damn thing together. No, so, that the last picture. I, you're you're asking the wrong person, but um, so I did some of that, uh, and I am working on my what is this? The Panzerwerfer 42 right now is on my it's on my paint desk right now nice. to, to get all painted up and Panzerwerfer. Who uses those? Uh, I'm not. I'm not using one ever in any tournament whatsoever. Yeah, of course not. It's not one of the best units in the game for his points at all. Not, Let me no, check Rick's cheap. list again real quick here. And everyone knows that Rick is a super friendly player that is only thinking about the enjoyment of the player right. that he happens to be facing. So he doesn't favor choices like that. Hold on, Pat. Can I revise my list? Uh, you can, <laughs> but now you're looking at a 10-point Oh, never mind. I guess I'm not going to be that guy at this tournament. Actually, I don't <laughs> my list is pretty friendly, other than the Panzerwerfer. What about I, the motorcycle? We'll I brought the motorcycle too. Yeah. Zoom zoom. Brought, zoom zoom. I mean, forty five points. Oh yeah, I forgot about brought a Puma too. Oh, um, sorry. Sorry, she closed that. But if we want yeah. to, I mean, all the lists are locked in. And we can certainly go through those at some point. Yeah, I mean, I would, I would, I'll, I'll, I would gladly talk about what I brought. But uh, we will, let's talk about more hobby stuff. Sure. Um, that was all I've worked on. Dale, how about you? Have you been working on anything? I uh, submitted a list for a tournament. Um, Which was different time. than I thought it was going to be, Dale. It's oh, not really? The, it's not the WTC list I recall. It must have had some changes in there that I didn't notice. I'm going to have to look at that list then because I <laughs> might not know what I actually submitted to you. So. <laughs> oh. to, be, oh, to be fair, Pat, shoot. to be fair, Pat might, uh, might not remember that because it was, a, like, what, two years ago now? Year I just, ago? I just pulled the list off my Easy, easy Army login Uh-oh. that... It's said, only got the one ample in it. That said W 
it only has one. It's got implements, anti-tank rifle. Well, fucking hell. <laughs> I'm going to have to do some painting. Um, <laughs> That's the list you submitted, anyway. Uh, um, well, um, for anyone listening, if you go to or are planning on going to a tournament where you submit lists, be sure to double-check the list that you submit <laughs> um, in the event that... Um, um, you may have grabbed a previous list that says you because you have so many on Easy Army. Yeah, yeah right. that's oh. a thing. That is a thing. So, Threat. Dale's so. going to be first on the hobby list next month. Um, <laughs> I'm going to have to scroll through to see what I actually sent over to you. And then, um, yeah, sure. yeah. this last weekend, uh, moved one of my kids out of the house, so that room is free. So I'm going to move Ooh. all of my hobby and computer stuff into that room. Nice. nice. And um, I have access to a camera for video recording Ooh. and other such things. So there's, um, I'm, I'm, I'm being pushed from outside forces to maybe start YouTubing and shit like that. So we'll have to see. Oh, it's not. We'll have to see what only. happens. Um, only no. fans. Only, only fans. fans. Sorry. Fan, fans only is funny because it takes you to I think CBS Sports. <laughs> 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 I didn't know that. Oh, it yeah. does. I think oh, I'd have to like um, participate in that community to get requests, and I don't. So, um, but hey, I mean, you know, maybe there's um, uh, a tanks only. I could maybe figure something out there. I don't know. In any event, so um, over the next week or so, I'll be I'll be setting that up. So that should be fun. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> There you go, Dale. I can pop the list in the chat for you there, just in case you wanted to. So if, for those listening at home that try to do the fansonly.com thing, it doesn't work. It used to work. It doesn't anymore for some reason. CBS must have been like, nah, this is pretty. It's too close. <laughs> it's a little too close, maybe, yeah. Someone probably complained. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, you know, whatever. Oh, uh, I don't, I don't, oh, I don't like your list, Dale. I don't like this list either. There's a <laughs> transport in here. Oh, my one whole transport. Watch out. Well, what yeah, the hell see, am I going to do with weird. that? That is super weird. I, I guess, given your list, I guess a, a transport doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, it doesn't make any that, sense. The scout's got SMGs, yeah. So, okay, well. Okay, uh, do you have a truck painted? That is that is the list I had approved, no. Dale. So you're running that one or resubmitting at a 10-point well, scenario. I have um, an American truck painted for you. The um, I, I guess the upside of this is that it... Isn't what I was thinking about taking the WTC, so I wouldn't be spoiling anything in that regard. So there you go. There you Way go. to find the silver lining. Yeah, I don't. To even be honest, I just bringing. I just checked the order dice and that there were two platoons and assumed that was correct. So, all right, onward and upward. You know what they say about assumptions, right? Well, yes, I'm, we all know. I don't. I don't need an assumption for that. That's kind of that's not what they say at all. Well, they don't. Well, they are, but they, they, that's not what I've. That's not what my dad used to tell me oh, when I was a kid. Ass out of you and umption. <laughs> yeah, out of you and me. Yeah. Yep. That's, that's just assume. assume. That's just assume. You, when you assume, you're ass out of me. Assumption is the mother of all fuck ups. Oh, well, there we go. I learned something today. <laughs> and knowing's half the battle. Right. Go Joe. Yo Joe. Go Joe. All right. Uh, is it Gojo or Yo Joe? Yeah. Good question. Actually, I think I it's thought it was Gojo. Go I thought it was Gojo. That's the goop that you wash your hands with, but for the mechanics out there in the world. Okay. All right. Did you just tangent a tangent? Yes. I think you, think you did. I nice. use... Um, must be leveling up. Tangent I use inception. The, I use the super orange stuff, so... Same, same thing. Um. So the phrase... Well, let's see what it is. Because it's Yojo, by the way. Oh, well. Well, that nice. makes no sense at all, but okay. 
Not to be confused with the Hago, which is a uh, World War II <laughs> Japanese thing. Right. So. I mean, who are we, who are, who is, who's G.I. Joe yoing to? I mean, that doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> I, you know, good question. Uh, let's ask the creators of we'll like have them on. Never mind. Jeff, what have you been working on? <laughs> uh, finishing up my army list for Pat's tournament. So Yeah, I saw what you're bringing. I've, we're both on the wrong side of the battle, apparently, because everyone's bringing frickin' Americans. Again. Yeah, well, I should have brought. we should have brought our Americans to join the party, right? Just been a just been a what a practice battle? Yeah, right. Just big old yank fest. <laughs> oh jeez, literally. <laughs> That's what we're calling it. We're calling it a yank fest. When this is this American is not theaters of war anymore. It's just yank fest. <laughs> yank fest. Circle jerk yank fest. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's flying through. I uh, had to finish up a couple adjustments to the list I gave to Pat, and then that. I was painting every single one of these guys I had, and which one I was like, mm, we're going to paint exactly what I need. <laughs> so I, uh, I kind of Jeff cut was down. the only one to submit a hard copy list. What does well, that mean? I, I gave him a physical copy. <laughs> did you, yeah. Did you, <laughs> what did you fax what do you it think to him? That means? Well, I mean, no, I, I saw him on a Thursday night and just handed it to him. He was Fine. nursing a semi when it was happening or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a three and a half floppy. Oh. I mean, yeah, but um, <laughs> wow, wow! I'm getting too old. It used to be a five-inch disc. Must be cold out. <laughs> turtle, 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 turtle. Oh, <laughs> shrinkage! Wow. Okay. Well, we've gotten our penis jokes in now too. So now let's right. moving on. Do you have anything else you're working on? Uh, that's the majority of it. I have I printed one vehicle for the list, and I'm I bought a new Rubicon kit for the other one because God bless America, Ooh. Rubicon's just got such nice kits. Yeah, yeah they which, do. Which kit, can you tell us what kit it is? Uh, yeah, well, I'll be talking about it, probably tangentially talking about it later. It's a it's a light tank. Okay. Well, well, I'm excited to hear about it. Yeah. I always like Rubicon kits, so. Yeah. I, I mean, not, not one I so hate. Good. They really are. So good. Well, here's the thing about it, right? So we, we, we're all used to you know, well, even the Warlord, like the plastics, the hard plastics, the Italaria or whatever, the, what is that the those name of the brand? Mm-hmm. Like, those are okay. Like, they go together pretty well, and they usually fit pretty well. But, Rub- like, Rubicon, they just, like, know how to engineer that stuff. Yeah. But the other side is, if you bought any one of the resin kits from Warlord, you're, like, you're like lucky if you got a good resin cast. <laughs> like, there's so many for, like, there's so much flashing and stuff on these. It's just ridiculous. So, yes, yeah. when you get a really good kit, you're Pro really tip close on the Rubicon. When you've decided what model you're going to make, grab a highlighter and go through the instructions and highlight that. That shows you smart steps. Yeah, that's not so a bad you don't idea. forget halfway through. I have like a half Panzer E, half Panzer F, half Panzer G. I'm just like this looks cooler. Panzer though. mashup. Like, yeah, like yeah, I was like, but I was kind of like, I don't like that piece so much. I'm going to just put the other one on there. Whatever, who cares? No one will ever notice. It's so rivet counters, Panzer. don't look at my tanks. Please don't. You'll be you'll be sadly sadly upset. It's true. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm looking forward to seeing that army. We haven't seen it yet. I know yeah. you've been working on it for a while. So yeah. Well, don't get too excited. Cause I, I I like it, but it's <sighs> it's been a struggle to actually get through it. So okay. Maybe not my best work. Just because. is it is it because you haven't had anybody encouraging you? Like you haven't shown it to anyone, so none of us have been able to see it and be like, yeah, that's what we sh- that's what we like. No, like, it's oh, okay. It's very much just like every time I'm building a list or painting it, and I'm looking at, it, I'm like. I like how these models look, but every time I'm putting a unit together, I'm thinking, any other country does this better. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Fair. Okay. Well, besides that point, the depressing state of that army list is yeah. definitely... is depressing. <laughs> it's well I'm, documented. 
Yes, it's FC episode one through sixty-two of ours. I'm sure we've talked about it in almost every episode. Um, no, but I'm still curious. I'm I'm excited to see what you do with it because I know that you're. I'm excited about your polish on the turd as well. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. See how well you can do with it. I, I told Pat this. I'm not. Ex- I'm not. I'm not going to play down. But I'm not explicitly coming to win because I don't expect to win with this list. Although I'm going to try pretty damn hard. <laughs> as you should. I mean, right? This isn't. This is not a. As as we've well established, I don't know how to ringer. <laughs> yeah. No. You do not. I, I don't know how to play soft. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, yeah, you're knocking models over all day long on your table. <laughs> That's why I like soft. playing you, Jeff. I, I know there's no slouch in that if I do reasonable I actually did honestly reasonable so yeah yeah <laughs> I, I'll, I'll give everything I got so that's as, that's as gonna be cool all right Pat Pat what have you been working on since my gosh you've got a tournament coming out uh, so I have gotten through six of the eight boards uh, and I got to the seventh one set it back up and this is a this is like my battle bulge boards this is a winter board which those are really tough to do, by the way. But when they when they mm-hmm. when they come together, wow, they come together. So, uh, and I realized that I just had too many gaps, and I needed to do some more work on that. So I got some craters that were supposed to show up to today, but they did not. Uh oh. Um, I've also gone and I've checked. I had to redo about two dozen smoke puffs just because those batteries don't last forever. And oh, even, and you can't replace them. You can. Or you can just replace the whole thing. Or, you know, it's not always the battery that didn't really stop sure. working. But, you yeah, know, the mechanics aren't exactly... Oh, the yeah, I mean, it's, it's basically uh, teddy bear stuffing mm-hmm. is what they're made of, and that, you know, that only holds up so long. So I do about two dozen more of those. Um, I had to I had to put together a ringer list just in case we had an odd drop on the day of. So I've got my 1942 deck with six uh, shirts and squads in there. See, Pat also doesn't know how to uh, <laughs> how to uh, bring her. Well, and thankfully, uh, so we had a, an early drop of uh, a gentleman named Logan, who is actually is honestly the reason I know anything about Battleground Cafe. So I would definitely want to reach out to him and say, "Hey, dude, I know you're, you're kind of stressed about painting and playing. Why don't you just be the ringer for me? You plan to be in there all day anyway to hang out with your buds and see what's going on. This yeah. is a no stress way to get into a tournament." He's like, "That sounds so cool." Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I got my ringer. I don't have to think about that. Because <laughs> yeah, I hate having an odd, and I didn't want, I know Jeff volunteered to be the odd drop if we had something day of. But, so I had to put together two squads, uh, two eight-man squads of Sherns, and I actually did a dedicated loader this time. That was new, so that actually uh, took something off my checklist, which I am a little over halfway through. If you check back into January, it's even pinned in our hobby channel. I even forgot what it was. Uh, I but. printed it out and taped it next to my hobby station, and I've been checking things off as I go through them. Nice. Yeah, that's so great. I am over halfway through, so having a dedicated loader was actually one of those things on there. So nice. I also did a uh, anti-tank rifle team, uh, two men in a large base just for you, Rick. Thank you. Yep. Uh, John? got a 222, and I put together for this month's challenge, which we'll talk about, or this, this month's contest we'll talk about, I got a, a Hungarian armored car. Because yeah, I was I thinking, you know, people talk about how tough Germany is to play, and I thought, well, why don't you skip a few meals and play hungry? <laughs> Let's see how tough that is. There wow. 
That was the worst joke ever. That was oh, classic. Come. That's classic dad. That, joke. Come on now. That's classic dad right there. You got to admit. <sighs> so I, I threw a no, uh, 39M. Not classic. That's yeah. That's not classic <laughs> in my book either. Classic <laughs> would be like a burger and cheese. That was like a really bad, impossible burger two weeks behind the counter or something. <laughs> the moldy uh, bun. Yeah. No. Uh, well, no, no, the bread was okay, but. <laughs> What did did the plant burger go good somehow? <coughs> the Impossible yeah. Burger. I'm the, right. the the current ones. I'm I'm pretty happy with personally. So yeah. never have you if, tangently have you had an Impossible Burger? Like I've never had one. I've who, who were you asking? Like, yeah, did you say you had just had a vegetarian yes. burger? Oh okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Every and, time I go to Red good? Robin, I um I, I I order that one. So I'm just, really? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna put yep. this out there. Has anyone in the world ever attempted to take a steak and tried to make it look like broccoli so someone would eat it? Uh, not to my knowledge, no. Right. Uh, yeah, no. Right. We have some pretty incredible resources in our city. It, the, the vegetarian meat substitute is a thing, so it's not going away, Pat. <laughs> Carnivores for the win. <laughs> anyway, so I threw, right. together, I threw together the uh, 39M cassava? Cassava, I think, yeah. I think the sea is mostly silent. So, well, otherwise it would just be cassava, which would be cool, so... So yeah, I'm gonna do a, I'm gonna do a little bit of hungry this month, I think. Nice, sweet. Got a couple boxes of paratroopers, which we know when you get those ten man, God help me, metal squads. <laughs> you need two boxes so you can get you know the ten man squad you actually want to pull out of there. So, yep. Sadly, yep. they don't give you enough of what you want. I really wish they would. I know that they're like going the opposite way of this, but like being able to buy single miniatures was really fabulous at one point. Really like, was. Or, and I wonder if you could like just contact them directly and be like, "Hey, I really want ten SMGs. Can I have ten SMGs?" Or like, uh, you know, I've heard that rumor that you can. Yeah, I've heard some maybe. people say that that's been done. But you have to when. you have to contact the right guy at customer service, right? And probably yeah. place the order with that same guy before he hangs up the phone. Which is possible. You need to be ready to. I mean, you need to be ready to pull the trigger when that happens. But like, right? I want I want six Pacific. You know, like Marine flamethrower teams. But I don't want to be buy the freaking sniper with them because I only need one or two snipers ever. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like, can I just buy four or five just flamethrower teams? Don't give me the other stuff. And I haven't actually reached out and tried, but I I kind of just gave up on that plan for a while because <clears throat> if Warlord won't do it, I know someone that will. <laughs> right? There are there, well, yeah. There's been alternatives since I was thinking about that. So yep. hey, they 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 sponsored us. You can mention them, Jeff. Which one? Well, they don't really sponsor us. So well, they did last year. Sponsored a tournament, right? They sent yeah. prize support is what he's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry, making sure we clarify what we're talking about. Right which now. which one are we talking That's about? That's Gaddis Gaming. Yep. Gaddis. Yep. I was I, thinking I about them. Again. And sure their metal out. size uh, meshes perfectly with Warlord's okay. metal size. Yep. Interesting. So, and, and you, you, he sells, you have to ask, because he sells the kit as part of like a set too, but I specifically emailed him and asked because I wanted four flamethrowers. Uh, right. He was like, sure thing, no problem. Nice. Interesting. You want to so. What a jerk! Four flamethrowers. Who does that? And then well, I didn't even bring him to Bug Eater, so you know it was his. It was his ringer list. How many brought four? Right, <laughs> right. That's no race. <laughs> all right. Well, it, obviously we've all we've been kind of busy. Like we've actually we've been going to the game store again. Not so much to play bolt action, but the, the, you know, the opportunity to get out and see each other and be able to interact is encouraging to be able to do this stuff too. Uh, mm-hmm. Those local to Twin Cities, the source is starting to do some regular bolt action uh, open nights 
uh, come learn the game sort of things. Uh, cool. So Super yeah, cool. I think they're doing those Wednesdays once a month. I think it's the second Wednesday of the month. So well, there you go. Yeah, Pat- I sat and talked to Patrick for a while. I stop in there on Fridays usually, and uh, I go in there to pick something up, and we end up talking for forty minutes. But yeah. he's, he's finally playing again, so he's kind of excited to keep that going. So good. That's great. That's good. He's yeah. a good guy too. He I is. have the same problem. He's he's a he's an easy guy to just chat with for a while. So. <sighs> 40 minutes later, I'm like, okay, dude, I got to go get lunch. It's <laughs> like, oh, yeah, right, I should probably work or something. Hey, you go right? do that for me so I can keep talking. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> keep, the source, keep the source open. Right. Okay, cool. Well, that was a good hobby week, hobby month. Uh, I probably have, like, two things checked off the checklist, Pat, but I think we'll just kind of be okay with that. <laughs> well, we, when we get closer, I'll, we'll go back and I'll listen to our January and see what we all thought everyone was going to land at, but I'm pretty right. sure. Right, right, right. You weren't expected to make the halfway point, so I think you're on pace. Sweet. That was by your own prediction, by the way. We're not. Yeah, no, right. yeah, I'm not by Pat's prediction. Pat, Pat has lower expectations than I do of myself. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, well, that's Pat's more realistic. I have fewer than kids than us. you do. <laughs> yeah, more, yeah. More, right. more free time. <laughs> yes. All right. So we, as as an extension of a hobby, we had a, you guys encouraged uh, are doing hobby stuff with us on our Discord server. So we're going to do that again. Uh, we had 10 people complete this month. So I think it's a little bit down from last yeah, month. Let's, did we have, did we have pre- 16 last month? Yeah, I think we had a lot more the first month, but I think we need to let's keep going. Did with you this not reward the guy again. who won or something? Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Uh, the previous winner, I need to contact you because I was out of town when our episode dropped, so I didn't want to tell you beforehand. So... Um, I, my apologies. We'll, we will still obviously get you a gift card or a, well, get a, credit to somewhere. So anyway, um, we're going to do the same thing this month as far as what they win. So $25 to Warlord or if you're in the States to GC Minis just to help you with the shipping cost. Um, right? If you buy it, if you, if you order locally, then we're not paying, basically just paying for your shipping. But um, so we have 10 people. I have a random number generator. Was I one of them? Because I, I finished my... I'm sorry, Pat. I took you out of the list. Aww. So we actually had 11 people complete it. I'm sorry. But I ordered from GC Minis. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, Do you want a drum uh, roll or I, something? No, I'm sorry. I, Are you on the wrong computer? Again? I know. I, I closed the tab. <laughs> it's like, where did the tab go? I'm like, the tab's gone. All right. So one through ten. So leaving all this in. Number three is Lando's Cape Guy wins. Hey, the guy you were pulling for last month. Yeah, I like that. I was you can name. pronounce it. Yeah, yeah. I think I can't remember what he made last month, but um, I think I remember liking his stuff particularly. Well, hopefully well. it was a weapons team. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the previous month when I was cheering, I was hopeing for him. Lando's Cape guy did a ghillie suit uh, sniper team. Oh, that looked really sweet. Yeah, that was yeah good it looked did really oh, good. Yeah, that did so that really was an good. awesome job on that. Yeah, got you got lots of likes on there. So I, congratulations. I, I rehid my model. His looks so good. So I have the same model. I'm like, ah, I'm not painting this now. No, it, he did a really good job. Canadian, so he did it as Canadians. So uh, we will reach out to you and get you set up with some, uh, maybe another sniper team or something. Maybe not. Who knows? I mean, cool. Sniper Congratulations. Team list. Maybe two, not six. Well, and I know we, I six. know you leaked it on our Discord channel because posts have been coming in all over, and I mentioned earlier. But what is the official category for August? Oh yes. Yes, so it's we're doing any vehicle this month. So you can do any transport, tank, armored car, whatever you want to do. Armored it's, fighting vehicle. So it has to have a weapon. 
Oh, it's, you can do a transport too. I don't care. Do any kind of vehicle, anything with wheels on it, right, even we'll if they're tracked wheels. Tracked wheels. Tracked wheels. Track. You know what I mean? Well, those are wheels. They're still round. Tracks have road wheels. It's all good. Yeah, yeah. They still have wheels inside their tracks. Smarty pants. All right. Um, That's the gears too. Yeah, but so do trucks. Like they have gears too, right? Sure. Inside. (laughs) But anyway, (laughs) any vehicle. I'm sure we won't see any transports anyway. I've seen everything that people have been posting, and none of them are trucks. So don't worry, Pat. Yeah. So far, no trucks. So everything's had a gun. We've had some crazy. What the hell was that one that I saw? Somebody posted one that was like. A, like a World War One tank that I was like, what the hell is this thing? Was that the FT-17? Is that what it was? John R. posted it? Uh, yeah. So I remember his name. I was like, what is this tank? Yep, it's the FT-17. Yeah, well, that's a World War One tank that was actually used to brought fair over, amount yeah, like, in World yeah. War Two as well because had France it. had a they, lot of they, them. <laughs> they, needed, they needed to use them because they had some. <laughs> and they were yeah. in a hurry to do something. Yeah. Like, There's yeah, this well, little... The little tank that Trail in Space is submitted as well. Looks like it has a howitzer on it. So, which one? It's a little tiny one. I, he doesn't. He doesn't actually identify what it is. Oh no! It's it's the Satan. It's it, he, yeah, he that's turned a Stuart into a Satan. Yep. Oh, there it is. Okay, that's yep. the flamer tank. Yep, that's what the. I'm like, I actually kind of appreciate. Oh, there's that he the did barrels there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He he's like, oh crap! I screwed up. I built the wrong tank. I'm like, this is the tank in your list. That's what you have to play. He's like, oh crap! I gotta mod it then. I'm like. Yeah, sorry. Well, yeah. you gotta change. That's your a hard nosed to. <laughs> it's okay. It's good. Some at some point you have to draw a line, right? You yeah. drew the line, and that's okay. I just, I, I, I would never be good at that. I'd be like, oh, okay, you can, I didn't you can do it this one. I didn't let a priest talking to two hookers passes a bazooka team. So you know. Yeah, well, I wasn't, I wasn't on par with. I like agreed one hundred percent with you on that one. Yeah. I think everyone did. I think that was a bazoomba There's, team. Bazoomba, bazooka. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. It, that's like a that's like a weird that's like a that's an awful joke. Like two priests and a hook and two a, a priest and two hookers walk into a bar with a bazooka and they're like should be a jump punchline there, right? Like, mm. like <laughs> whatever that is. Oh god. Yeah, that yeah. I Nonetheless, I'm interested to see the theme of that person's army when they put it out there. Just mm-hmm. well, it, it, it I will give them a little bit of leeway because it was a partisan army, right? It right. Was, you like, expect kind of off the wall stuff, some zany like, stuff in okay, there. Okay, the, the, the numbers count for the team is wrong. Not, not to mention the four boobs, you know. Yeah. But. What is this Total Recall? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, that was three. <laughs> that was odd numbers. <laughs> o- odd numbers only. Oh. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so let's talk about this. Well, I guess well, let's let's go into rules because that's where we go next in the thing. Hey, we got an update because we were oh, yes, not one hundred percent correct in the last episode as Uh-oh. it came through as it came channeling down through the WCT, WTC. This is impossible. We're always correct. Yeah, they're usually wrong. That's really the reality of it, right? Is sometimes they're wrong. We're not wrong. Well, I, I've okay. heard I've heard somewhere that I'm one of the two people in the world that somebody thinks is absolutely correct in all the rules. So I really apologize for missing this one. Is one of them you? Uh, no. Oh wow! Is one two. your daughter? <laughs> no. <laughs> and your mom? No. No. If you guys have happened, happened <laughs> to hear the, uh, if you guys anyone listens to the sound the sounds of battle podcast, which you could, the Welsh guys are fucking hysterical. Uh, their latest episode just dropped a couple days ago. Uh, Reese had mentioned that I'm one of the two people in the world that he trusts. Uh, rules interpretation too, which I was actually very flattered by. So thank you, Reese. I appreciate that. Wait, didn't we just have to correct you on ambush rules with vehicles? Yeah, <laughs> that was in a private chat. That's <laughs> 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 something he was on anyway. <laughs> you, yeah, you, you you did like off the cuff answer the question in our private chat, right? And yeah, I, I, you would have. I, I, I came back credit, within you three minutes with the page yeah. number. Thank you. 
Yeah, we were, well, Jeff and I were like, uh, uh, what? Uh, that well, doesn't sound right. I'm like, I've been playing this game wrong. Same, same. I was like, I've used a transport and ambush many times, so mm-hmm. if that's the actual rule, sorry, everybody. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah I was, that's what I was mostly worried about. I was, about, I was, so I was, I was hung around. up on the indirect fire part that vehicles could have, so that I think that's very missed because you can't, you can't ambush an indirect fire. Right, correct. Right. Yeah. correct. So Regardless of what it's mounted to. Right, so if it was like, you know, a, a, a tank with a howitzer or something like that, you, you could ambush, but it has to direct fire, so you'd yeah. yep. Yep, yep. But yep. that's not the rule in particular I was talking about that I was wrong on. <laughs> no. This, this, is, this is like a joke, too, right? The green, the commissar, and the medic walk into a bar. Which one orders the drinks? Like, like, right. like it doesn't make a lot of sense. There's too many things going on. So, here. again, if you, if you have, in this case, a Soviet unit that's at full strength, and they have pins, and there's a commissar and a medic nearby, you know, uh, what happens first when they fail that order test? <laughs> so if they're full strength... It doesn't matter. The commissar is going to shoot somebody because his is a must rule, and literally the full strength rule says can reroll. So, so that's it's a forced versus. So it's a for, yeah. it's a forced versus choice, and that's that's what uh, Paul Walker and the WTC judges honed in on. And then you know the medic rule, you know, is a casualty for small arms. However, the commissar does in fact say model is removed. Doesn't Does say anything about casualty. Casualty is removed. removed. Yeah. So that is the correct sequence on that. It's if you have the commissar and other people kind of like played it down. It's like, oh man, now you're just really not wanting that commissar in there. It's like, everyone okay. puts commissar because he's a 15 point order dice. I want, I want yeah. to go back for a second. What were we wrong on? Because I'm pretty sure that I thought that's what we said. Because we said we would give them the choice. Oh, I didn't say that. What the hell? Dale did. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't I, sound like me. <laughs> I, Do I need to go back to the pe- audio? No, no, no! Just, just, play it. You just cut it in here, Pat. Like just right here. Oh, no. maybe I'm maybe I'm, I'm a believer of uh, who's ever who who's ever turn it is usually gets to decide the order. Uh, order well, with, the, with the order dice thing, though, whose turn is it really? Yeah. Well, it's if it's your, if it's your I mean, order it's your dice, you fill an order check. So that, anyway, the commissar shoots first before you get a chance to make a full strength check. Well, and the commissar, and the commissar removes a model, so yeah, yep. you don't yeah, get a choice. So the medic doesn't, doesn't get a chance. Yeah. Medic just kind of yep. frowns and goes, "Well, he's dead." Give him more. So, so the commissar that there there isn't a choice. You ha- you have to use the commissar. What if you don't? It actually answer? says whether you like it or not. Whether you like yeah. it or not, in Very the good. commissar description. I yes. mean, that's the entire idea of the commissar, right? Yeah. Is he's got one job and one job only. Yeah. Otherwise, the other commissar kills him. Yeah, I don't favor the commissar, but that makes sense. All right. Gives you some. It's like gives you some. Oh, it's a good choice. It's a good inexperien- choice. Inexperienced babysitting, sure, but yeah, it's like, a good choice. Yeah. yeah, it's a cheap dice too. Well, regardless. So I, I could have gotten that. We probably could have gotten it right too, but I don't know. Like I think they had to look at it and try and figure it out how they interacted because that's yeah, and it wasn't even hundred percent. So clear. I got an opportunity to back us. So they had the the Twisted well, Lords Con a couple weekends ago, and I got the opportunity to jump in on one of their. One of their meetings in which Alessio was involved in too, and so I got to talk to him direct, direct about direct, direct about that, and he said, "Yeah, this is one of those things where you know, a version two interacting interacting with version one, you know, how much of all that was really vetted and thought through, but it sounds like the thought process that you and Paul Walker have is is the correct one for it. Is that you know the commissar he does this, and yep, it's automatic, it happens." In version two, we kind of tried to come up with an option for you to you know make better to encourage those full strength teams. Which but like. without really looking at the implications of a version one. Sure. 
Yeah, as far as like the comments are goes. Yeah, well, gee, well, be, that's an easy fix. Just to have a ver- update everything to version two. Do um, oh. well, why don't we jump to version three? But anyway, right? Does the um when we when we bring Alessio on to the podcast and interview him, we're going to hammer him pretty hard about version three. But yeah, he's um, not going to come back to our episode. <laughs> in that case. We probably won't even get <laughs> well, him on. Yeah, and now that we've telegraphed that, he's that's we're not ever likely to have him on. But he so the green unit, um, do they get the role from the commissar, or no? Because the green rule specifies that the first time that the unit suffers a casualty, and if it's not a casualty because it's just removed from play, they don't get their green rule. That I would also believe to be correct because okay. it's removed. All right. Yeah, it's not a casualty; it's just a removed. Yeah. Yeah, because the idea being is that it's from fire in front, not from behind. Right? It's a little bit different. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit different, isn't it? Yeah. Right. Although I, I don't know. I mean, it's not exactly scave and leave from behind. The commissar might be right there in front of him. So. Right, potentially possible, but, it, but he still turns around and shoots a guy. Like, like it's not exactly your enemy may not, shooting. Uh, may not exactly be inspiring, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, we choke about this, but that's pretty awful in reality. Like, like, and then, and then, like, as a medic, you'd be like, as a, if I were a medic in the Soviet, it'd be like, uh, am I supposed to fix that guy or yeah. no? Like, am, yeah, you imagine the shot? balls and the medic just starts <laughs> trying to fix that guy. Shot. Imagine the yeah. medic's next. Yeah, yeah. So uh, this this next one too, I also got the opportunity to talk to Alessia about. Uh, So uh, I just looked at. In this case, we're looking at uh, theaters that were in the Soviet the Soviet Union book, and there's a lot of them that allow zero two artillery, Mm -hmm. but then you get to the the tow and transport section, and it says zero one transport per infantry, and then a separate line is zero one tow. Tow. So, and this this was the Soviet uh, the Soviet book was written by Andy Chambers, and he was on just beforehand, and he was doing Blood Red Sky stuff, and so I didn't feel the need to interject, but I really wanted to because I know he wrote the Soviet book. Hmm. And then uh, you know, unless you didn't read this write the Skaven book, no, no, was, Andy Chambers wrote the, so- the Soviet Union book. But I was talking to Alessio about well, it. Well, before you move on, because you brought up the Skaven, Andy Chambers wrote the fourth edition Skaven book, and Alessio, I think, wrote the Skaven books after that. So, Oh, so fifth and sixth edition? Yeah. Seventh edition? So you're saying there's plenty edition? of blame to no, go around? So they just know who the good who the good armies are. <laughs> put, the, put, the right, put the right guys in the good armies? I was going to say, did, did Alessio write chaos? Too? Remind me again, Dale, what army are you currently playing? Soviets. Yeah, what's Skaven? Playing fantasy? Oh, Skaven. S- Soviets. <laughs> I'm an Andy Chambers fan. Fanboy, that's what it is, yeah. He's all great fanboy. Yeah. The great that horns. Right? so much. <laughs> is that Andy or you? No, that's him. That's Andy. Okay. Would you rather we try to get Andy on the podcast, or are you okay with Alessio? If we were talking Blood Red, Squad, uh, Blood Red Skies, definitely, so. Or just the Soviet book, I guess. Honestly, all these guys are in in that group of hobby heroes that I have, so I, it, it yeah, would be sure. it'd be a joy to meet all of them. But that's yes. in any event. So. You probably fanboy just as much on Andy Chambers as you would Alessia. Oh, hundred percent. So. Yeah, maybe Gav Thorpe a little less. So yeah, Thomas Pyrrhon. Like, he, he wrote the freaking he wrote the freaking dwarf book. You're like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Ward. No. Anyway. <laughs> So oh, okay. yes, the, yes. The, the short answer to the theaters that have the 0-2 RD but only the 0-1 tow selector, there's two possible lines of thinking for this. Uh, the first one is, logistically speaking, that could have been correct for that time period for that army list, that they just didn't have the tows available okay. for that. 
And the other option is the author could have said, whoops, I fucked up. Dang it, you should have gotten Andy Chambers. Though. But until, and, and so they, they did make this adjustment in Western Desert. We talked about the, the Jack yep. column that they, they went back and made a change on it. That's and good. by the way, a lot of those in Western Desert are zero one per artillery, except for every single Italian selector that has more than one artillery <laughs> available. Uh, that's, that, that's no joke, surely. I really literally went through that book just to find out. That surely sounds like uh, that sounds like a copy and paste error, in my opinion. So, but, so until oh, those knuckleheads. And so, so what Alessio said is, what I have to do is I have to contact the author, and I have to find out what his intentions were behind this. Was it that yes, this is what I found when I did my research that they just didn't have the logistics for moving these artillery pieces around, and that's why I did that, or no, it should be per artillery piece, and then they can make the correct FAQ errata for it. So, I mean. I think that's... How often does this come up? Well, uh, two I think they're Once steering so of. hard away from it with their gold standard of only armies of and, gen- and reinforced platoon right. that they that, don't... That's the other way you address cock-ups like this, is you just like sweep it under the rug and nobody look yeah. at the man behind the curtain. Well, it was, what was it, well, a year, 18 months ago, their FAQ basically said, hey, we're not going to errata any of these campaign books, just tough crap, but then they started errating them anyway. Well, yeah, yeah the, re- <laughs> the recommendation was is that if you're looking for... Comp- uh, in I'm air quoting here, competitive balance play, ignore the theaters um, because they weren't necessarily developed or play tested um, with balance in mind. With competitiveness in mind, yeah. Right, and 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 not to and not to disagree um, that it isn't a bit of a just ignore the man behind the curtain kind of thing. Um, from from a design or systems design standpoint, it is the easiest and cleanest. And most immediate solution to that particular problem. So, doesn't make it great, but yeah. you know, and and at least they're kind of moving forward. They're saying, "Hey, let's find out," and maybe they could issue something. And so that that kind of does open up a pathway forward to where it might be easier for um, for <laughs> tournament organizers who are so, who are so inclined to include theaters to maybe kind of address those issues. Yeah. So not bad, not great. So could be worse. I, but here's the thing: is like, Warlord Games as a whole could just be like, we're making a decision. It maybe, right? It's not the first time they've made decisions not based on the historic element of the of the game, right? It's like, no, we we just we think that's inappropriate. Let's just make it zero two or whatever mm-hmm. per 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 artillery piece. I think I'm just looking at it going like, the only time this ever really comes up is if you decide you're going to bring, bring like two heavy howitzers or mm-hmm. two heavy anti tank right. guns. Something like, you can't maybe push on from the. Right. Otherwise, you just take one medium and one heavy, right. and you, like you get a toe, and you push the other one on. Like it's not like the, the right. end of the world. Well, I mean, and and maybe you guys might feel differently, but it, it feels like they're they're kind of caught between developing a game with um, the historical, you know, history in mind and trying to be true to the history, yeah. and also trying to develop a game that people are going to play competitively with balance in mind. And yes. So, well, and and I 100% agree that theaters are not balanced for competitive play. Just that's what it is. Like that's fine. I'm not going to be upset about it. I'm going to go get smoked in a theaters tournament. So, uh, you know, half the field is 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 green at best. Well, half of them are playing freaking U.S. anyway. So, is that the half that's doing well? Is the, did everyone at, at uh, Battleground uh, Cafe all decide they're going to play the Americans? No, I don't think so. No, okay. I don't think so. 
Yeah, it's just a yank fest. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of theaters of war, let's talk about some of the scenarios. Right, so, um, hang on, I got I got two more. Oh. It's a transition because so I, for theaters of war, I set the date for an FAQ as July twenty fourth, and then of course we came and passed. Uh, so I sent a version C theater war player pack out that had the FAQs that I have corresponded with uh, Paul Walker and other various and John Russell and stuff like that into our into our player pack. I just want to touch on them real quick. We already talked about the medic and yep. and we talked about the commissar. Uh, the other one in here is uh, the question if unit of inexperienced shirkers round value 8 has has four pins, are they considered routed since they count pins as tubble? No, shirkers only counts as double for the order test. Right. So not the morale test, the order test. Not the morale test. So that that that, that circulated in the WTC WhatsApp chat. So that you know that was one of those things that I had to go through with Paul Walker for, and he agreed with me. Uh, you know, fire and morale test. Yeah, sure. So, uh, and then the other one, there is a unit in the Duel in the Sun, the Straff Battalion Penal Infantry Squad. <laughs> he said penal. I did. Yeah. Uh, they will apply the same errata as from the Ostfront Strap Band Penal Infantry Squad, which is you can't get one point models if you make them inexperienced weaponless shirkers. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so this, it, it's basically, they're both penal squads. I said penal again, Jeff. Yeah, yeah, you did. So, uh, and uh, Paul Walker just emailed me today, and he's like, "Yeah, I think we covered that once before." I said, "No, it's different theater stuff." Oh, you're right. We should make the same thing. I'm like, yep. So, for the purpose of this tournament, that squad counts as the same. That's ratted. So, no one point dudes. Sorry, guys. That just seems wrong. Was, we're okay, okay with I'm, that. Yep. I, I guess I'm concerned that was this actually going to happen? Probably. Like, <laughs> oh boy. Uh, just, well, more than one tournament? person asked me about it. Okay, all right. So they were trying, dude. There's a lot of war gamers that are really obsessed with the penal stuff. So, <laughs> uh, so it's different kind of river counters, huh? I don't think those uh, are rivets. Right. Oh, geez, gross. Um, uh, okay, I, I guess I'm. I, I brought a knife to a gunfight. Maybe we'll see. I guess I got a Panzer Warfare. Well, That's well, no, it, it was disallowed. Oh, got... It was disallowed. Okay. You know, I know. Oh, well, just the fact that people are trying to do that, like. I'm not that guy, I guess. Someone has to write that list for um, me, because otherwise I'm not going to play it. So I've reviewed all the lists, and there is... There, I will say, without without going through all of them, because I don't think we, we want to. We can maybe after. Maybe a post-report will go through all the list. Yeah. Uh, there are... There are at least three lists that I kind of want to respond back with. Cheeky motherfucker, you found that one. So... Uh -oh. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't my list, that's for sure. Nope. Oh, it was okay. nobody's list in this podcast. <laughs> but there, uh, well, there are at least three lists that I replied back with. You cheeky motherfucker, you found that one. Actually, no, I didn't. No. I wanted to, but I just simply said your list is accurate and approved, or something to that effect. Let me let me ask you a question: Are they all being? Are they mostly being piloted by relatively new players? Uh, let me check here. Uh, one. Yes. Only one. Oh, is that a British British list? No. Okay. No, and I have 
double check which one of them, but some somebody somebody found something that I was wasn't sure they were gonna find, but they found it. And I'm like, nice. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that's part of the fun of the theater tournaments, in my opinion. I yes, mean, it is. yeah. To be fair, yeah. like that is what they're looking for. Then yeah. that's yep. We're going to get some of that. So, I, so that's only, only that's half really the list actually did a theater. The rest were all generic reinforced platoon. I mean, that's what I did. I, I guess I could have tried to find one that was going to give me something. I'm playing the Germans. I don't know that I have a list that's other than other than going DAC. I don't think any theater list is all that compelling. Or if I had two eighty eights, I guess. But I don't have two eighty eights. You should you should have asked me as a friend and not a TO. I could have, I could have steered you somewhere. Oh, dude, it's fine. Yeah. I'm, I, 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 this is one of those cases where I'm like, I didn't want to paint any models. I'm like, yeah, well, I got to get stuff ready. Get oh, so we're going to play before we record again. Yeah, probably. So what's everyone's goal going into the tournament? Mm, good question. Hmm. I'm going to attempt to quell all chaos and give away a bunch of shit. You, you do pretty good at that. Yeah. You do really good at that, actually. Um, Everyone needs a sweet spot. I'll start. Yeah, mm. yeah, 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 please. Yeah. Um, my goal is to finish all three games before time is called. That's, good that's goal. a good goal, actually. That's a good goal. I mean, that's a little bit dependent on your opponent being right, but a participant. I think. In that. I think there's a, there's a, there's a, and good and give good games. At the same time, yes. Um, yes. But I think that can be a really useful skill um, as a player to find a way to, um, uh, even with players that may not be as experienced or as confident playing the game, to still find a way to get through and encourage them so that you can finish the game. I think that would be that's a good skill. So I'll work on that. So, and I guess I'm going to learn how to use goddamn transport. <laughs> <laughs> I as I say, I have a transport in my list too, Dale. <laughs> I just have a slightly different list, but um, what is my goal? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll so many freaking sixes uh, for my Panzerwerfer and my heavy mortar. So, but also for my morale check. So, as the captain, as your captain on your WTC team, I'm hoping for a little more than just I'm gonna roll. Hope to roll a <laughs> bunch of sixes. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, okay. Um, well. <laughs> See, I'm I'm apprehensive to make any. Uh, you gotta have. An I think aim. I, I, you gotta shoot. You gotta gotta aim. Yeah, yeah for no, something. I understand. Yeah, yeah. I actually think you're. I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna steal yours and do the same thing. I will try and complete all my games. Good because you know we haven't played a that's, lot. That's in the, the last thing. Yeah. Year and a half, so. mm-hmm. I do have a game. I'm lining up a game before the tournament, so I will have one game in my pocket before all of this happens. Nice. So. Nice. nice. It, it'll be a learning game, though, because uh, this person wanted to learn how to play the game. He still hasn't started playing yet. So, All right, good. <laughs> it is what it is. Jeff, what about you? Uh, I think my goal for this tournament is going to be to win two games. Okay. I would like to win more than I lose. Three rounds, right? So win more than I lose. And then maybe flex on somebody if they lose to Italians and be like, dude, you just lost to Italians. What's up with that? <laughs> Uh, it's probably going to be because it's uh, it was a scenario that benefited the uh, defender and Italians <laughs> are great at defending. So yeah, somehow I doubt that's going to happen. But I like the, uh, <laughs> I like the enthusiasm. So <laughs> if I recall, there might be some attacker defender scenarios in this player pack. 
Yeah, there might be. Well, let's let's speak about that now since that's a great segue to the next topic, which is the scenarios for the Theaters of War tournament. Theaters of War scenarios. Dale's already expressed his dislike off the air. Some of them, not even off the air. Well, for one of them. Okay, all right. And so, I mean, I guess it's important to understand that, and we'll get... Well, well, Pat, uh, what was your philosophy behind the five scenarios in this pack? Okay, so, first of all, I think... For a three-game scenario, you need to look at. You need to have an attack attacker defender just in case some some rube wants to play Italians. <laughs> ah, Jesus Christ! Oh, though. Gosh. Okay, hang on. I want to hear your philosophy before I comment on that. Okay. Uh, you, need, you, you should do. You should use the straight kill points, and there should be at least one objective grab. So just making sure all of the different types of yep. play you yep. is yep. represented. Okay. And okay. with only three games, uh, just simple. Win, lose, draw, doesn't work. It doesn't separate enough people. Yeah, you need you're, you're relying too hard on secondary objectives for that point. Which no disagreement for me on that. So yeah. I had to go through, and the ones that the ones that were many of these are pulled straight. Uh, sorry, three of them are pulled straight from the book, and I had to split out uh, major, minor win conditions for it. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. So, and that was that was part of my feedback to to Paul and John about you know if you're talking a one day three game. Just simple win lose draws not going to separate enough people. Mm-hmm. And in fact, to be technical, if you're going to do win lose draws, you need to have at least six scenarios. If you're talking forty players, to get somebody to just win lose draw, to get a single winner. Yeah, to essentially just, to say that you'll have one person that wins. Yep. On just wins. on straight mathing mm. it alone, that's yeah. what you have to do. Yeah, I mean, it's not likely to happen, but it is possible that you could have yes. a, a tie score and, for sure. And I, and I hate relying on just order dice. Alone, being the, the tiebreaker, that's right. a really rough one. Yeah, which is why mm-hmm. I, I include secondary objectives. And to our newer players out there, which is almost half our field, um, this weekend I will be sending them what the secondary objectives are, but not the veteran players. Oh, just to give them a little plan, just to level the playing field a little bit for them. Because that, that's cool. You veteran players have seen secondary objectives because they play tournaments that have had them. Operation Snafu, of course, comes to mind. Well, I, Are I've we doing the similar thing like cards? Snafu, no, so. no, no. They'll just simply just be checklist, and by the end of the game, you can check off up to three of them. Okay, cool. And so it's a slightly different take on yep, it. Sure. I think I think I have. What do I have in there? I think I have at least. I have more. If you got three every single game, you're not going to get all of them. So sure. Can you score the same That's, one in multiple games? No, only okay. once. Per, only once per tournament can you right. score one. Okay, interesting. Um, I you don't need to send it to me because I it'll just give me something to think about that I don't need to. Think about, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's just just make my life easier. Let's streamline this. Rookie label on you, Rick? No, 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 no. It's fine. No. Oh, I mean, I haven't played in almost two years. Sure. Well, because also no. the again these rookie players who have started in the last year or so since they haven't had it, there is there is an army a starter army that is up for grabs amongst them. Whoever That's finishes cool. highest amongst them will win a starter army. Ooh, so. cool! Very cool. Nice, nice. Very nice. Yeah. That's that's a nice little incentive to. Uh, maybe I should be a rookie then. I think I'm a rookie, Pat. Uh, <laughs> I might still be a rookie. You don't quite qualify. You've been you've been called up to the majors too many times. You haven't really had a long stretch there, but you've been called up several times. So all right, fine. fine, fine, fine. <laughs> I imagine if you count up all of the hours we spent just talking about bolt action on this podcast, we probably. Yeah. That is far more than most people have actually played the game. You, so. you know what the scary thing is, though, is everyone else has listened to all of that. 
<laughs> well, yeah, in the, in the <laughs> I don't know if it's depressing for them or me. This is their, their white noise. All right, I better, I better. Nobody has time. Ain't nobody got time for that. Uh, I'm gonna try well, between you're, now you're, you're, and your then. commute to work is too short to listen to our podcast. Uh, listening, <laughs> yeah, listening walk, to us. Walk from the bathroom to my. They've all learned here. what what not to do, and so Basically, we yeah. <laughs> we don't have that benefit. So. Yeah, we don't. All right, so let's hit these. Let's hit these scenarios real quick. So yeah, yeah let's do it. Let's so it. the first one I threw, I threw in there is surrounded because I know Jeff hates it and I love it. Yeah, I fucking hate that scenario. It should burn in a pit of fire. I'm not a fan. Worst yeah. worst scenario in the book. No, For it's sure. not. Yeah, it is. Worst Double. scenario. I'd rather I'd rather play Classified or Manhunt or whatever that stupid one is. Manhunt oh, still sucks Man too. Oh, Manhunt's terrible. Uh, <laughs> the one we played the last tournament, that one, the the three end objectives. Surrounded can especially no. suck depending on the table too. No, surrounded is worse yes. because it's the attacker defender one, and it gives basically fuck all benefit to the Italian. You know, you know, actually, what would make defender a better scenario is if the defender did get to pick a spot, right? You're not dead center in the table, but it's you'd be somewhere on the middle line or something. Yeah, that's right? confused fight though, which means that unless you're protecting your flank, you're going to get completely hosed. Blows. So yeah. the first thing I did, oh, the yeah, first sure, thing yeah, I did fair. in this scenario is eliminate that die roll for preparatory bombardment. In fact, it did this in the whole packet. It either happens or it doesn't. Which I like, but not with this scenario. <laughs> yeah, fair. Yeah, this one scenario is probably not a great... Well, you know what, Pat? I don't have never played it this way before, so yeah, let's... It's an improvement. Hopefully just not use this scenario. How's that sound? So, uh, so <laughs> well, wait, this what, is... do you mean, what do you mean you've, uh, you've changed the rule... If it, it, right, so there's no role for the preparatory bombardment. You just get it now. The attacker, like the attacker just gets, gets it. it. Oh, for this scenario specifically? Was it? So is this scenario actually skewed towards the attacker? Uh, not if you're good. Oh, okay. okay. This okay. Is, yeah. So right. me personally, I have won this as both the attacker and the defender several times. In fact, I don't okay. think I've lost this scenario. Honestly. Let me ask the question though: When you is this the scenario that you've looked at the other tables and been like every other player of the defender one? Yeah. No, that's point is defense. It? Okay, that's point defense. That's, that's point not defense. even in the scenario. Okay. And I, I do have a fix for point defense, by the way, but that, that's not in the packet. So we'll, we'll okay. worry about that. All right. Well, I'm I'm curious how this plays. We'll see how it goes. So okay. All right. So I, I understand what you were saying that um, preparatory bombardment always comes in. Um, it so says in, in my personal opinion, yeah, okay. the preparatory requirement really is for the defender who has to have units out there. Is you have to, you don't want to put something out there that can can get that six and that inadvertent one shot kill. That's and a good strategy. That's, that's you know that's that's mm-hmm. the strategy. That's the strategy playing behind it, and and that means you know you, you don't necessarily need to put your artillery single artillery out there, especially if it's open top. God help you. And that's, <laughs> you know, that's, just, that's just a little thing to think about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other thing I did is I had to split this to major-minor. So the major victory condition is that you have to have at least five more victory points than the other player. And this is just as simply enemy destroy for victory points. Okay. Uh, the minor is at, at least two or more, and the draw is anything else. I need to look at the rules for surrounded, but... Was that how it is? That how it's always been split up? Is just whoever kills more stuff? Everything, no. yeah. yeah, it's mm. it's a straight it's a straight point kill, but it's an attacker defender. Right, one last try. Okay, so what's what's the victory condition in the book one though? Is it uh, just a head? Just two or more. Yep, yeah, two, two or, or more, more and you win. Yep, the five. minor victory is the victory condition. I added the major of five or more. Yeah, that's that's a really tall order. 
for yeah. to major. It's that a major way. victory. But that's not what major victory means. <laughs> but everyone, everyone will be playing this, so yeah, it does not mean potentially. Okay, well, so here's the, so here's the second question. Since this is the attacker defender scenario, and some idiot brought Italians, where the fuck does the <laughs> Italian player set up his his defensive positions? Uh, well, so they, they got the 12-inch from the, in inch from the center. Yeah, they got the 12-inch yeah. So if they theoretically get it, they've got to set up three 6x6x6 six by six by six bunkers inside a 12-inch <laughs> circle in the center of the table. No, it's a 24-inch circle. It's 12 inches on each side, right? Yeah, uh, no, that is... Okay, radius. yeah. Okay. 12 inches the center. Yeah. Yep. That's a 20, so it's 24 20 inches, inches wide. It's a pretty good space. Yeah. It's a pretty large circle, quite honestly. Yeah, you were 12 inches from the long table. Uh, keep in mind, so. every, every table comes with some terrain. Yeah, this is gonna blow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how it goes. You you might not want to pack. You may not want to pack the defender as the Italians. Sure, I I like not playing with army rules too. <laughs> well, hey, Hungary does the th- does it all the time. Hungary's got Possibly. great army rules. What the hell are you talking about? All right, let's keep. Moving. Anyway, this <laughs> yeah, scenario sucks. That burnish can burn in a pit of hell. Sorry. Next one. Is and to be fair, I think that was before Pat tried to fix it. So. Sure. I'll yeah, I mean, this is this is better than it was. Yes. Polishing a turd is still polishing a turd. That's I mean, that's a big turd. Hey, <laughs> I'm I'm being I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm at least twice I played this. And I've got, uh, so, like I've said, I've played this scenario in tournaments at least five times. Uh, mm-hmm. I've achieved that major victory at least three of those as either attacker or defender. So I think it can be done. I'm not the best player in the world. I'm not the best player in this podcast. So. Okay, I'm going to add two caveats to that, Pat, because you're undervaluing yourself. You've repeatedly been in the top five at Bug Eater numerous years, so don't try to downplay yourself. Secondly, no offense, you play a lot of British. British are very good at these kind of scenarios. That's also true. Well, this is the only attacker-defender scenario, correct? No, there's one other. Okay. All right, so this may not be the one that we play. So this may not be the one we play. So just because I hate it Pat's doesn't gonna mean it's going to be just, Pat, Pat's going to pick it just because we... I put it there just, ang- I, I put it there just to aggro Jeff. It worked. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the second one, uh, what I'm calling uh, value positions, this is a brand new scenario. Ooh. I wrote this one. It's based loosely off of uh, what our timely objectives was with a twist. Mm-hmm. So okay. you've got you've got three objectives at the center line, 24 inches apart. Uh, and under each one of those, they are valued. One is valued for three points. The other two are valued one. The players do not know which one is valued what at the start of the game. You don't score any points hmm. during the game, but during the game when you take the objective, you can look at its value. Secretly if you want to, but you can make it open if you're that guy. And at the end of the game, whoever has the most points wins. So this is again, uh, let's see. Uh, the big thing is the unknown. and I, I kind of like this one. I think Jeff and I cracked this one a little bit in our drive back mm-hmm. from Buck Eater. And I'm really interested if anyone's ever play, has played this one since I you know released it over a month ago or about a month ago. You know, any feedback on that would be nice because this is this is a brand new scenario. Yep, I like this that. one. I think it'll be very interesting to play. So I don't want to play Dale in this one. At the at the end of any game round, player controlling objective to control it, you have to have one of your infantry artillery units within three inches or transport, including them, and no uh, no other enemy units around within three inches. Um, objectives are all measures measured from the edge of the objective marker 
and they're all 30 millimeter objectives this time. Uh, I got uh, GC Minis to one provide me some inches. custom Peter's War objectives, which is very cool of him. Thanks, Alan. That's cool. Really cool. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Thank you. Uh, so both players get a preparatory bombardment. Okay. So you got some deploying. And uh, the major victory in this is one side scores at least four more objectives, four more victory points than the other. So you need the three and the one to get a major. And at least contest the other. Whoosh. Yeah. It's a tall order. Yeah. Well, it's supposed to be. It's three games. You really have to assert some dominance on these. So the what mi- happens if no one gets it? The, and minor victory, one point. the minor victory is at least one more victory point than the other. Yeah. And draws any other result. I guess I'm looking at it going like, okay, what if everyone just scores minors? Uh, that's I'm, I'm probably majoring this one. <laughs> your, list is, your list is built for this scenario. It is, yeah. Well, it depends what it list he looks well. at. <laughs> yeah, here's well, that. I, I, I submitted this one. I submitted the... The one I submitted, it's not as good, but it's it'll be fine. It's still it's still manageable. It's, it's still Dale playing it. It's still serviceable. Well, I think um, well, I, I think this goes into what Pat's talking about about trying to find a way for there to be differentiations between the people who are scoring. And so, if, if the major victories yeah. are are difficult to attain, if they're too easy, then everybody then everyone's going to get them. Not everyone, right. but the winner right. is going right. to get them. So, yeah. So, so basically, the, the major victory comes in where, where you know. Uh, like I talked to Jeff a lot at, at, at Bug Eater, and like, how'd you? Know? He's like, oh, I fucking tabled him. Well, that's just a win. I mean, I won too. I didn't table him, but I won too. So, yeah, I, the major victory is in fact like you literally dominated and overrode your opponent to get that. So, so, so let me put it to you this way: because of how the skew of the scoring works, um. Well, I, I, I guess it is useful to know which one is the three if you move up. But if you're going for major, you need... you need Well, you do want that three. Okay. I was just wondering... You want to know the three. Right, so how you, important you it was to find out You want to find it out early on. Yeah. And then, like, okay, that's the one. I don't need to worry about that. Or that's the three. I need to double I need to double my enforcers there. So I, I think... Uh, let's see. Oh, no, I, I did allow scouts and uh, foreground troopers to deploy this normally, so... <laughs> well... Dale's gonna Dale's gonna know that turn one. Right, well, I mean, it depends upon who I'm facing against, what the table looks like. That, it's fair. And the table can be Dale's it, not the only one with board observers and right. scouts. And so how, how that's true too. Actually, that makes a big difference. Goes, You're right. so. Yeah, no, no worries there. Okay, well, I mean that'll be interesting. That'll be fun to play. A new scenario is always kind of a little bit exciting. So it, it, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm not trying to cut it down. I, I and I think it'll work. I I'm interested to see how Dale's list performs in this scenario because I think it actually will do very well. I like as you as you said. Yeah, I like yeah. the idea of hidden information too. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, yeah, I do. Li- I do like that as well. Right. But keep in mind, you don't you don't have to tell them, or you can look at it and lie to them too, I suppose. But yeah, there's nice. my three. Oh, that's just a one. I guess I'll ignore that one. So oh, sorry, I shouldn't have told you that. Uh, okay. Um, does my intelligence officer that's in my list um, does uh, does he get a bonus to? To learning what's out there. Well, he's not in your list because no one submitted one. And uh, no, uh, I, you don't need it. You potentially don't even need it, Dale. I'm, I'm just, I'm just having you, some you, fun. You'll be able to, you'll be able to eliminate. You'll be able to figure it out and eliminate it pretty quickly. Yeah, I'm trying to throw up, throw up little smoke signals of what might be in my list. So. Yeah. Well, I haven't said anything in your but, list. Uh, I'm just saying you're. Any, anyone changes one at this point forward is is, is facing a ten point scenario to deduct, which is. 
objective-based scenarios do very well with your list. At least in my experience playing against it, that's something that I noticed about it. It is very well-tuned. It's well-tuned for a lot of things, but that's one thing well, it doesn't Well, speaking of one that may well. not work as well for Dale's list, uh, this one is called, I called Sector Defense. This is yep. kind of new, but it's, it's, a, it's a twist on the Heartbreak Bridge that uh, the WPD had for a while back. And they they have several different versions of this one, and all of them kind of get muddled and weird. And some they're attacker defender, which didn't make sense to me, so I kind of just like cut to the chase and went to the whatever. So it's got your you got your sectors, which you do in sectors, which is you you you, you cordon off the, the the board. You've got the four quarters, and you choose which you know whoever chooses one side, and then there's an objective that you place in the center of the board. And there's a objective that you place in each table quarter that you control, at least 12 inches from the table edge. And I upped this from what the normal one was because they just had six inches. I'm like, no, nah, that's not deep enough. Mm-hmm. Right? That's what she said. Um, so, and you you got you deploy your forces in those quarters, and the reinforcements can come in from any long table edge. Uh, there's no re- let's see, reserves are not allowed to outflank, and no units can forward deploy in this one. Okay, so you've got three objectives. The one in your sector is worth nothing to you. Uh, the one in the middle is worth a point, but the one in your opponent's sector is worth two points. So basically, you have to defend yours and then take the other two to get the three victory points to the major victory. Right. I'm going to have to read the scenario in great depth because I'm not understanding it. But it's, it's basically so you've got there's the two sectors you're diagonal from each other, okay? Yep, yep, yep. Okay, so that's and, so standard. Yep. One one point objective in the center of the table. You okay. can't deploy within 12 inches of that, but you have to deploy half your force in your sector. Okay. No outflanking, no forward deploying. Reserves can come yep. in normally on your long table edge. Okay. Oh, it's yeah, yeah. That's okay. All okay. Right. But you basically have to take that two-point, because to you in the enemy sector is a two-point victory. And you also have to take the one-point victory and not let yours be taken. Okay. To get the major victory. How do uh, artillery spotters get deployed in this? No no advanced deployment. No advanced deployment. They They have to walk on. Okay, but do they get to share the order dice with their team then, or you got to, like, order dice to get them on and then order dice to get my artillery piece on? Okay, so no, they, can, if, they if move they, on together, right? So if they come on in reserve, so if you deploy them normally, if there's normal deployment, mm-hmm. so they can be deployed normally with your artillery piece in okay. your sector. Okay. If they come on in reserve, they come on with the shared order dice rule, which means they can walk on at different points on the board, but they have to come on the long table edge. Okay. If they're in reserve. Any long table edge or the one on your, your side? Ta- your long your table edge. Very good. Very good. Yep. Right. So the you see your your Heavy mortar can walk on and on your quadrant, and the other one can walk on further away. But it's the shared order dice, right? Yep. That's yeah. When coming in for reserve, so. that the spotter has the shared order dice with the unit they're affiliated with, yep. which means the artillery unit can move on. It's six inches, twelve inches if they're just a team. If it's like a mortar team, yep. Uh, six inches yep. if they're artillery, and the spotter can do his infantry move of six to twelve run advance, whatever it is, from some other points. How does that work with the toe? You can't do it with the toe. Sure you, can. Uh, you can, but the, the spotter is not part of it. Well, you can put the spotter in the toe if you want to. You could, but 
Uh, you could just, but you could just move the mortar. Yeah, you just issue. Okay, you move the transport, then you move the mortar out, and when you move the mortar out, you would move the spotter on. Yeah, okay. Right. Whenever you or issue the order dice to the mortar, yep. or yeah, when, com- when, when coming on the board, they have the short the shared order dice. That's yeah. special rule. Yep. Yeah, because I guess they're technically not on the board if they're inside the artillery or inside of a vehicle still, or being towed by a vehicle for that matter. Okay, makes sense. So, okay, so this was just a slight tweak from Heartbreak, Heartbreak Ridge, but I just I moved the objectives up further. Sure. Mm-hmm. And again, okay. both players are doing the prepared environment. They just get it. There's no rolling for it. They just get it. I, th- I think you need to change the language in there so that we know that it's like automatic preparatory bombardment. Because both players roll a preparatory bombardment could still wreck. Like, it's just we're. Oh, I still roll a D6. Right. You just need to make sure they yeah. understand it. It means you're, it's you're, automatic. Prepar- you're automatic. It's automatic. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. It's just the language could, like, I could see, like, you know, maybe not a maybe not a rookie, but maybe someone that's played a lot of preparatory bombardment could still read that as you, I'm rolling you, a preparatory bombardment at the beginning of the game. You can solve that really quick by just letting people know that's what you mean at the start of the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's all you need to do. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And I think both, all of both these players are get preparatory. the preparatory bombardment, yep. period. Yep. yep. Yeah. Automatic. Yes. Yeah. See page one thirty. Automatically, yeah. yep. Automatically get it. Yep. However you want to, you can just say it at the tournament for sure. Yeah. Yep. Something just to keep in mind. And and that's good because no matter what you write, no one's going to read it. <laughs> I mean, I think we've established so that true. people don't read. So true. People don't read packets. Hundred percent. Yeah. Half half the half the half the players that play these scenarios will mess up preparatory movement. At least. So. Um, cool. No, one hundred percent of people won't read this at all. No, I've read it. Well, we're already beating you. 96%. <laughs> I'm assuming 100 people listen. So. Yeah, this one is a little bit trickier um, for my list. but The envelopment? Yeah. No, the sector. Oh, no. The sector the sector's yeah. one? Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah, it's because it, it nerfs your... Do you have a transport? Yeah, I do have a transport. Now he does. <laughs> now he does. <laughs> Which I can't <laughs> outflank with. Nope. So. Nope. Going to have to beep, that, beep, beep that thing onto the board. Beep, beep your Jeep. Gonna have to foot no, slug. It's a truck. Or a truck, but yeah. So and then we've got a very standard development scenario. Uh, the only change is yep. this: is the bombardment happens, preparatory bombardment happens for both both for the attacker. Sorry, this, this is the this other is attacker defender attacker. scenario. Yeah. And this is straight out of the book. The only difference is uh, I've, I've, the major victory condition is five more victory it's, points than the other. Sure. The book victory yep. is just victory at two points. So mm-hmm. again. <clears throat> <laughs> Moving is, across is this one field. better or worse than you're surrounded for you, Jeff? Way better. <coughs> Way better. Way better, for sure. All right, then we will play it. What? <laughs> oh, you're making it hard on Jeff. Uh, Fuck's sake. But this isn't I, an, an attack or defender scenario, so. It is actually an attack. That's double. This is not double envelopment. This is envelopment, so it is an attack or defender. Oh, there it is. Attacker or defender. Very good. Yep. Okay. Yep. 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 So this is a great one to start with, Pat, because it's kind of a no-brainer. It's like it's a much simpler. Like I'm just throwing that out there. Like it feels less confusing than some of the other scenarios. Just if you want to ease into the first game of the day, just saying. No, I'm joking. I don't care. Uh, but there's nothing special about that one. Sounds fun. Yeah. Let's, let's roll. Uh, there's nothing special about the last one either. It's just straight meeting engagement with a major yeah. victory condition of again at least five more victory points than the other. That's a that's a tall order in a straight kill dice scenario for sure, but it is very distinctly possible. It's supposed to be. Yeah, no, I know, I get it, I get it. Yeah, this is this is also just you know this is one that everyone's always played, so it's a very familiar. So, yep, you know, might be good either 
you know, I, I know that the first and the last scenarios in a three in, in three game tournaments are like the first one's like, I'm here, I'm awake, I made it. Whoo, that was half the battle. How much coffee have I had? Do, how much do I need to pee? <laughs> you know, it's like, what am I gonna play now? Or by the game three is just like, Jesus, I haven't played this much bolt action in fucking two years. What the hell? <laughs> well, there's that you know? too. And now you're gonna throw a, a brain musher of confused deployment. I mean, I can't figure this shit out. So it might, you know. So those are the five <laughs> potential scenarios. Three of them will, in fact, be played. Zero uh, percent of the people will be happy about which ones I pick and when I do them. But <clears throat> I, have, I can I change my goal for your tournament now. My goal, my my new goal for your tournament is not get clubbed like a baby seal because <laughs> there's going to be a lot of people getting clubbed like baby seals at this. Because with the impetus for those major victories, people are going to play for... Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm sorry for you new people out there. <laughs> You're going to get your ass clubbed. <laughs> well, the other thing I'm going to mention is that, you know what? If Honestly speaking, I don't think I will see three major victories out of this. Oh, I no. do. Oh, oh, I do. Yeah? I'd have yeah. to look at the lists, but... Oh, I do. I think you're going to see over... In fact, let's... Let's we can make make some predictions on here. I think over the course of this tournament, with how many players is it again? Twenty four. Twenty four players playing three rounds with these scenarios, you will see sixteen major victories. Really? Yep. Yeah, that's probably if if half of the field is rookie, you will see sixteen major victories. Yeah. In well, fact, I'm going to go a step further. There will be two players that have at least two major victories. Yeah, uh, well, I'll have to wait and see. I'm, I'd, I'd have to know who the players were, what they were bringing their lists, and and yeah, I need to more be fair, in, I, I guess need more I'm, info to handicap. I'm yeah, because yeah. all those all those bolt action rookies could be you know forty k veterans, right? That doesn't yeah. mean they're rookies to miniature gaming. So that's a so really hard. So we've got at least two guys judge. that are coming from North Dakota. I've got one guy nice. coming from Rochester. Awesome. Rochester. That's awesome. Very good. Yeah, that's great. Well, twenty four players. Awesome. I mean. Yeah, that's well done. I don't even think we have twenty-four for um, Operation Snafu yet. So, uh, last no. I checked, we had sixteen signed up for Operation Snafu. We had ten signed up for Recon Rumble. So that, I think that puts ten, at least ten, for the default for your your tank thing, Rick. Whatever Sweet. it is you're doing with that. Yeah, I got to work on that some more. Maybe get some more details after the break. Yeah. Oh, I shit! I got to give you more details now. Oh, oh that's oh god. Oh man, watch out! Right, so, and Pat, that's not meant as a slight to the scenario writing. I just think you're underestimating the the amount of seal clubbing that's going to happen. <laughs> that's not about a scenario thing. Like I I complained earlier because I thought that major victory was big, but in retrospect, it'll happen a lot because it's a cascade yeah. effect. Once somebody gets put on the back foot, like in turn three or four, you know, people just get wrecked. Like somebody's well, especially if somebody's trying to gamble. Somebody's Nebelwerfer gets hot. Or double Nebelwerfer gets hot. Well, Rick's uh, okay. done with a Nebelwerfer, so. Yes! No, that's not true. Yeah, that's not going to no. be true. <laughs> that's not going to be true. I mean, um, and I, also because I, preparatory bombardments are going to go off for everybody every game. Yep. Um, that could actually steamroll, or that could really <sighs> kick momentum in one direction, depending you know, upon. You know, guys, I've, I've seen that happen, and it comes down to choosing what you put out there. And yes, that. and, and that's and, a good yeah. choice. I like that. It's, right. it's, it's really nothing more than just a, <coughs> a round one rally that doesn't happen. Honestly, unless, it comes unless the guy's British, right? 
Don't the British get extra like? So punch? they get to they get to roll two dice and roll the higher and, and select uh-huh. the higher two, and that's that's is that for preparatory there are two environment? British players. They get that bonus on preparatory environment. Yeah, so they get okay. to roll two dice and they choose the higher of their two results. And there are two British players in the tournament. Yep. Well, uh, yeah, none of them, yeah. okay. none of them took the naval observer. Thank the Lord Almighty, Jesus Christ! Yeah. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, sorry, there is one U.S. player that does have it that that, that did find the British observer in his list. He's also not a naval observer, just a straight British yeah. artillery observer. Oh, but you found the British one. Okay. Found so did you get the British rules then? Uh, he does not. Okay. Well, who gives a right? Right. Oh, except they can't. Yeah, because the U.S. don't typically get the artillery observer, right. do they? They do not. Or do they? Not for free. Not for free. Well, not for free. No, of course. I mean, but there, there is a selector and market garden that allows you to take. Allows you to get a free one, which is, which is big. Yep. Um, that's not bad. Yeah. Uh, whatever. I'm okay. excited. I'm excited. Yeah. This is. Good. I'm going to roll dice. Yep. That's I'm going to roll dice. Oh, there's. Uh, I would anticipate that we'll be at tops six people who have who will do uh, major objectives through all three games. It will come down to the secondary objectives. Yeah. And I probably. will. I will give the rookies those because, hell yeah. Give them a shot. Yep. Whatever. They'll be fine. It's going to yeah. be fun regardless. Yeah. yeah. Familiarity will be good. The end of the day, this is going to be fun. But I'm trying to think there because there's. I'm trying to think of my list because I can, I can, hide almost all of my units that could get killed in a preparatory bombardment, but not yep. all of them. Not all of them. Well, but you well, don't. I'm, you don't need to have them pull out. I, I think a lot of people really underestimate the reserves. Yeah, but don't these don't most of these say I have to put at least half my unit out? Yeah. Well, ha- I mean. You know, if I put half my units out, I'm going to have to put something that can get killed by that. It's a thousand points, right? Yeah. I mean, small teams can get jacked by it. Your lieutenant can get jacked. They can. By it. They, Vehicles can, they can. They can, get can be forced. By the, they can be forced with the order with the morale check. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, like they can take a direct hit. They only. It's only one one model. Yeah, though. it's just a single hit. Yeah, but still, single, the, single one strength. out of two forces the morale check. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, yeah. You could still fail a morale check. Yep. Well, I mean, it'll be interesting. Well, I mean, I mean it's, the breaks yeah, the it's likely to happen to somebody a, once, at least once over the course of. I mean, that's a lot of players. It'll be so, interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I mean, I I'm guess still developing my foobar bag for you guys to run around <laughs> and deal with shit. So you know, it's all good. What's your what's your foobar bag? <laughs> what, is, what does that even mean? Uh, so I still have I still have a it's couple a of. Uh, I've been sent by uh, John Russell sent me still some of their old miscast stuff. <laughs> nice. Just here, throw a tank at Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> well, what else? What else is more foobar than just something didn't work out in resin, right? Yeah. So I, I still yeah, think I got about five or yeah, six yeah. or seven of those things. So and I was gonna say, I'm like, uh, <laughs> no, actually, because like uh, we we I don't can we say that I got to raid that at Adepticon one year? Yeah, so I got to raid. Yeah, I, mean, I got to raid that side bin one time, and I grabbed two. Vehicles and all I had to do was 3D print a couple extra parts and they work great. They're in, they're in a few of my There you go. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, there was a shit. What's that British tool that looks like a pug? Um, usually tools a 25 pound. All I did was print tires for it in the top edge. Is, yeah. is that the CW something or other? No, no. It's the uh, Morris Quad. There yeah, the Morris Quad. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah you I go. just okay. had to 3D print some tires for it and put a hatch on the top and it was good to go. Nice. Yeah, so. they also make great train pieces. 
And uh, also, uh, so we've got, again, we, we mentioned the rookies who are like, you know, just in the last year into this and the whole pandemic thing. And I just got a shipping notification from John Russell that he has sent me some special treats for those Ooh, younger guys, who oh, are those sweet. newer players that have uh, joined the ranks. Nice. Nice. And I was talking to John. I said, you know what? Giving one guy a sprue really doesn't help them. He's like, no, no, no. Giving two sprues gives them a squad. Let's see what we can do. Like, there we go. So for their next army, they might have, you know, those newer guys might have something coming their way. So nice. and, cool. and everybody, awesome. uh, from what I have from prize support that I've pulled from various sources, leaning in the Snafu podcast name as we were, everybody's leaving with something. Nice. That's all there is to it. Yeah. So you signed up for 15 bucks, I guarantee you get more than 15 bucks of stuff. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And for the Even new guys... Yeah, I mean, and and for the new guys that are coming, um, that's awesome. Thanks. We really appreciate right. you guys yeah, yeah. because, um, I mean, as much as, as we enjoy playing with each other, um, this well, this whole yank <laughs> this whole yank team sounds sounds exciting. The um, the whole point <laughs> is that um, you know what I mean. Twenty four people at the tournament. It's going to be sweet. If half the guys are are new, then we're going to bust our ass um, almost as much as Pat to make sure that you guys are having a good time, having good games. Uh, because when you know we want you to keep playing, so absolutely we love it. So and thanks for coming, and we appreciate it. Yeah, hundred percent. Kumbaya. <laughs> okay. Wow. <laughs> well, it's a yank fest, right? <laughs> I mean, sure. All right. Um, do you want to keep going? Well, I'll stop here. Oh, we're an hour and a half in. Jesus. All right. Well, why don't we take a break and uh, we'll recap and uh, clank clank. I'm a tank later. I think so. Sounds like a good yeah, idea. Works so. for me. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're gonna take a short break. Yeah. Uh, the music will probably be on repeat because I got too lazy to find new stuff. Oh shit! Oh, if you have a list, I could find something, but I don't know if we have a list could, of all of the could, music. Could we just use like sixty seconds of Nebelwerfers firing as our music at some point? Be <laughs> uh, I can, I can find, I can some. find sixty-six of Katusha's firing. Right, that'll, that's not as fun, but okay. Right. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's almost the same thing, right? <laughs> it's pretty similar. <laughs> all right, we'll be back in. We'll be back in a minute. All right, sounds good. I'm, gonna, I'm not gonna listen to this thing.
I know she's a toaster. Of She's a toast of Kalamazoo. Zoo, 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 zoo. Years have gone by. My, my, how she grew. Man, did she grew. I liked her looks when I carried her books in Kalamazoo. Zoo, 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 zoo. I'm gonna send a wire. Hopping on a flyer. Leaving today. Am I dreaming? I can hear screaming. Hiya, Mr. Jackson. Everything's over. I'm gonna make my bid for the freckle face kid I'm hurrying to. Going to Michigan to see the sweetest gal in Kalamazoo.
music. I know I did. It was a really long song, though. I was going to look it up, but I forgot. It was something. It's yeah, it's, it's a song, right? Uh, it is music, yes. <laughs> oh, no, no, wait, wait, did we, we, I thought we were deciding. Uh, I've got a gallon, I've got a gallon, no, I've got a gallon in Kalamazoo, Kalamazoo. Okay. Is that, isn't that in, where is that, is it in, uh, Montana? It's Kalamazoo, Michigan. No. I'm, I'm, yeah. Oh, Cal- yeah, I'm thinking the other side, sorry. What am I, I'm thinking Bozeman, I think. Bozeman's in Montana, yeah. Yeah, Bozeman's in Montana. I'm just sort of thinking, I don't know why I was thinking Kalamazoo. All right, sorry, all you Michigan people. I offended someone in the United States. My bad. Uh, well, we're, we're bound to get to that. I mean, I, I probably haven't gotten to the state level yet, but yeah, I, I mean, it's inevitable. Well, when you start getting to county level, annoying, you know. And then we're yeah. just being tryhards, come on. Yeah, then we're trying too hard, for sure. You're right. All right. Well, welcome back. Hope, hope you liked it again. Uh, we're going to talk about tanks, more specifically. Light tanks. Mm-hmm. Light tanks. Light, light tanks. tanks. Not light tanks made out of light, though. Right. Ooh, what? That's probably in K forty seven. No, they have light tank. Yeah, well, there is a. Oh, there isn't a light tank. Is, oh, they got the, those they, Tesla gun things. Think, well, there's a Panzer. There's a Panzer with a night light on it, isn't there? An infrared light on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the, night, the night Jager or whatever. The, however you say that. I'm sorry, guys. There's at least one. With That's a probably closer than it. we have been. <laughs> it's close. Not wrong. <laughs> probably close. <laughs> It's the only thing I'm like, I know that word because I've drank the drink before. Close Perfect. enough. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, we're going to go through some of the light tanks for some of the bigger countries and s- see how they hold up. Um, I think we all picked one, or we didn't pick one. Well, Pat and, assigned and us one. To, to, to caveat this just a little bit is, uh, and usually a thousand point game, the medium heavy tanks are pretty rare. Yeah. Uh, and the light tanks for point wise and and I also to tell these guys that, you know, stick with light tanks, so the 8 plus, and less than 160 points. Because that's something that you can reasonably fit into a thousand point list that, and we'll, we'll see which ones kind of have some bang for their buck. And Jeff has some, some good play tips on how, they, how to best use these. You might just be finding out about this. No. <laughs> don't, don't oversell me, but yeah, I got some <laughs> I mean, most often than not, this is where I would. If I'm going to put something in the tank slot, which sometimes I just omit altogether, this would be what I would go for. Something you got to find something that's relatively inexpensive. Mm-hmm. Although I think Jeff is starting to sell me on the flame Hertzer, Hetzer, not Hertzer. <laughs> right. Well, it, it, well it does hurt. Yeah, I was going to say. It it, does it, hurt. The, 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 yes, the flame herder. Yes, it does hurt. Um, yeah, it, I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but this is, seems to be where. Well, Je- to, to Dale's. To Dale's army, he's got things that are not even tanks in his slots typically for Soviet army. But I think we're making you pick tanks, Dale. Correct? Yeah, tracked vehicles. We're doing tracked vehicles. I I might be cheating a little bit. So also. I I limited so, myself to tracked vehicles. That's so, right. so for for it to be an actual tank, it has to have a turret and tracks. I stuck with actual light tanks. So. Well, damn it! Now I'm going to have to clear half my list out. You down um, to two? I I down to two. No, there's a couple. I mean, not that many, I guess. All right, let's jump into it. Yeah, let's do it. All right, so we should start with Dale, since his is only four long. I, I, I might have cheated a little bit, but that's okay. 
Well, I limited myself um, because I I do not favor tanks. Period. <clears throat> Fair. So, um, but I do I do agree with um, with what you guys were saying in regards to um, if you're going to include a tank, um, you know, you probably don't want to spend 400 points on it, or in my opinion, even 250 points on it. Um, but I think in the past we've talked about why um, why I feel at least I've talked about why I feel that way, but. Um, for this one, like Pat said, we limited ourselves to eight or less armor and 160 points or less. So um, I drew the Japanese um, baton and went through the list. And it didn't take me too long, but I'll be honest, I hadn't looked at this list in a really long time because I don't run tanks. But um, <coughs> so my feelings. Do you run tanks or not? No. My feelings about um, why they're not necessary is because typically. If you've got, if you've included a tank, it's got a medium and a tank gun on it. So that's that's one in the event that you're able to activate it with a fire or assault uh, order. Um, you've got that one roll, that one dice roll, to hit whatever you're aiming at. Uh, hopefully another tank. And so um, if you miss, oh, that that feels like you know that 200 plus points didn't really activate or do very much for you in that particular turn. And I find that efficiency, as far as points and activations and impact on a, a squad-level infantry game, is better served um, with infantry. So if you're going to, That's in my weird. opinion, bring a tank, it should be really good against infantry. So my first tank um, that I've selected um, was the Ho-Nee Tank Destroyer. Um, I like this. Uh, because it's only 120 points, it's 7 plus, it is open-topped, which makes it rough. Uh, but at 120 points, it might not be too terrible. Uh, it has a medium anti-tank gun on it, so it's a 5 plus firing in the front arc. Um, but it's versatile, which means it can also fire as a light howitzer. So, a 7 plus tank, technically open-topped, which is, which is a significant deal, so you, I'm not going to minimize that. Um, they can fire at, at a plus five anti-tank or as a light howitzer, which is a two-inch HE. Um, for 120 points, um, yeah, I mean, that's you know that's a that's a squad with a couple of extras in it. That's not too bad. I like that one. Yeah. The next one is uh, the seven-up open top, same chassis as the whole row. Um, it's an open top, but it has a heavy howitzer. <laughs> 155 points, which is quite a bit for for a heavy howitzer. But I mean, mobile heavy howitzer, mobile, mobile yeah. armored heavy armor. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not it, super armored, but it it is mobile. Um, but it's uh, and, and maybe and maybe Jeff when he starts talking about his tips or things like that um, with open topped vehicles, you kind of have to be a little bit more careful. Um, and so this and at 155 points, you know that's that's not. Uh, to me, that's that's a lot of points. So that's a veteran squad, effectively. And so you want to be you want to be careful with this one. But the heavy howitzer um, can well that that can just change the game. Period. <laughs> that's some work. Right. So it's yeah. if if um, if you're less if you're less trying to squeeze everything out of your list and more um, of a gambler, so to speak, know when to hold them, know when to fold them type. Uh, this this might be something that um, that you would be interested in. 
Um, the next one I have is, was actually designated as a light tank by the Japanese, the Type 95 Hago. Um, at 90 points regular, and all of these are, are regular, 90 points regular, um, it has a turret-mounted low-velocity vo- low anti-tank gun, so it's just a plus three. Um, and you also have a forward found, uh, forward-facing MMG and a rear-facing MMG on it. So it's, um, it's c- it can kind of do a lot for 90 points, actually. This mm-hmm. one isn't open top, so it can kind of tool around and and pretty much kind of get stuck in and, and give give your opponent some fits. And at 90 points, I mean, in every list, um, unless you're really trying to optimize here, um, I like to encourage folks to try to include one or two just kind of fun choices that might be a little bit outside of their comfort zone. And something like this can kind of move around and, you know, you've got 10 shots going in a couple of di- different directions. And because you've got a rear-facing MMG, um, then your positioning can kind of, you know, you can kind of do little tricksy things with it, and it might give you an opportunity to, I don't know, stretch your um, stretch your play skill or, or stuff like that. But at 90 points, if it does fuck all, well, that's that's not a terrible investment, which is why I think light tanks are, are better overall. Mm-hmm. And the last one I've got is the key new light tank. It's another 7+. plus. Um, this one just has a straight uh, light howitzer on it at regular 115 points. So a light howitzer in the turret. And then a turret, that same turret, obviously, has a rear-facing MMG. Yeah. And then you also have a forward-facing hold-mounted MMG. Yep, that so little three, three machine guns is nice. Yeah, well, no, it's it's two machine guns and a light howitzer. Oh, sorry, yeah. Um, and Actually, I mean, machine gun, though, right? Yeah, three weapons. Similar, similar enough, yeah. I mean, we, we all know how it feels when we roll that six on, on that medium mortar on that first shot and how that kind of switches it. Well, this is the same two-inch HE on a howitzer, so it's direct. Well, yeah, howitzers can fire direct, can't they? Sure, can. Yeah. Yes. 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 And so, I mean, thrown in an MMG too, so you're, you're splitting fire at 115 points regular. Uh, this one is not open topped. This might be um, probably my favorite light tank in the list altogether because, I mean, it's not going to do anything against other tanks, but okay, that's fine. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm never going to be too fussed about that because, um, you know, that tank with its, its big weapon can only. Japanese have other anti-tank options that don't need to be a tank slot. Right, and so, um, and and that's I guess I guess that does go a lot into you know the effectiveness of any particular choice with what's built in around it, but just for um, just for points efficiency and availability, those are those are fantastic. And um, and there was a book that was released um, not too long ago that also um, provided the Stewart. Uh, the the machine gun Stewart is available as a as a Japanese choice as a captured choice. So I mean, that's my that's my number five on my this is my four tank list. So, um, <laughs> but I'm assuming if someone is going to cover the U.S. that they'll talk about that one. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, um, I think when we began, we were kind of bagging on the Japanese. Oh, they don't have any good tanks because they didn't have any good tanks and open you know face to face up front tank warfare. I mean, that just wasn't their style of play. Well, they didn't have a lot of massive open grounds and fields to close distances in. It was all bunchy jungle fighting for the most part. Yeah, and and maybe, I mean, you know, that first army that we got, it, it came with a tank. I think it was a Chiha that, that came in my box, and, and I painted it up, and I'm like, alright, and 
and you know started using it and it just wasn't doing very much for me but thankfully mine was cheaper than everybody else's so I didn't <laughs> feel so bad but then that kind of started me down down the road of well I mean you know I'm this is 200 points here that isn't doing much I'd rather have 20 guys out there but these yeah. are ones that you know less than 160 points with some variability in them and each one of these is effective against um against infantry which mm-hmm. I'm as good know, in the infantry game Right. To, uh, yeah. Till the yeah. Till we're done with this, which isn't going to be any time. I'll always, I'll always say, hey, make, you know, because you never want to be in a situation where, well, here, I cannot do anything with this guy. So, yeah. Yeah. Those are my choices. So. All, all decent choices too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm, very solid. Yeah. All right. Who's on British? So you, Pat? Uh, I've I've played a British or two in my day, and I, it, and I will say that the majority of their light tanks come from the, the U.S. <laughs> um, Shocked. They, they do have a couple in there that uh, some people may have overlooked. Uh, the first one I'm going to bring up is the light tank Mark VIII uh, Tetriarch. This was historically uh, um, an airborne tank. They dropped them, put them in gliders and stuff, and they, they went with the special air services and uh, special forces and all those guys. Um so this one, uh, regular, 105 points. That's the only veterancy you can take it at. That's not an experienced or a veteran choice. It is only 7+, plus, so technically an armored car, but it's still a tank. It's got a turret-mounted 2-pounder anti-tank gun and a coaxial MMG. No hull-mounted, and spoiler alert, most of the British light tanks didn't have a hull-mounted. I don't know why they didn't think of that or whatnot, but... Uh, <laughs> you can, at no, points ch- uh, no point cost, you can change that 2-pounder out to a 3-inch light howitzer which is cool. Uh, for 15 points, you can take the light anti-tank gun and make it the Little John adapter, which this is kind of a little slick. So what the Little John adapter does is the light tank is a plus 4 pen, and it ups it to a plus 5 pen. However, if you roll a 1, uh, you, you, you broke the thing, and the crew must spend a whole turn outside the tank fixing it before they can use it again. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and after they fix it, it's still down to a plus 4 pen. But it's still kind of fun. Does it count as open-topped while they're outside of it? Uh, I would imagine. It doesn't but say that in the rule, it doesn't, though? It doesn't say that specifically. Oh, okay. I think it's I think it's one of those grayed-out boxes. I was searching for it for a second here. I didn't find it, but, okay. yeah. That's hilarious. But for 105 points, and you got a plus 5 pen on that, that's... That's a beast. That's good. That's a good tank hunter, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah. 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 And if you've ever seen the model, the thing is dinky. You're going to find cover everywhere. Well, I Even wonder better. if that has to do with maybe only had two guys in the tank, so you had a driver and a gunner and no machine gunner in the hull? Possibly. Like, but is that, that possible? Like, it, it's possible. Uh, and then so that that was just a little fun one. And, again, if you're if you're running some airborne or if you're running the the commandos and stuff like that, this this was their tank. They, they packed I mean, they're so tall. They, they're small, small. It's not much larger than a Jeep, basically. But it is fully enclosed. Is only seven plus, but yeah, they pack those in gliders and stuff like that. So that's that's a pretty fun little choice. Um, and then next, they get into their cruiser tanks. The A nines and A tens were pretty good. Uh, these were primarily North Africa tanks, so still very early war. Um, so the A nine cruiser Mark One and One CS. By the way, if you're ever in the British book and you see CS, that means it's a close support and it means it has a howitzer instead of an anti tank gun. Mm-hmm. So 125 points regular. It has a turret-mounted light anti-tank gun, collapsible MMG, uh, forward-facing auxiliary turrets with one MMG 
one on the left, one on the right. So you got three three turrets on this little guy at a seven plus for 125 points. That's not so bad. Mm-hmm. It has no negative rules for that. Nope. Like, no too many turrets or. Nope. They had enough guys for the turrets apparently, <laughs> and you can <laughs> also replace the AT gun with a light howitzer at no cost, making it the close support vehicle. Nice. Light howitzer and two MMGs. That's solid. Super yeah, two MGs, one right, one left turret. So you got front and right, and front and left with the turrets. Yeah, but I mean, both can fire to the front, which is kind yeah, of what you're really looking matters. for. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> that's nice. I like that. Not any weird, weird ones. Yeah. How many points well, for that? Yeah, how many points is that? 125 regular. You can also take 100 inexperienced, which you would, but no veteran avail- no veteran availability. No, that's that's good for 125. I like it. Yeah, I agree. Again, it's a little it's a little paper mache at seven plus, but you know. It's doing what it does. I mean, the Stuarts is rough to the sides anyway. It's room to construction. So, uh, and then we've got the A10, another early war. Um, same 125 points. This has got a turret-mounted light anti-tank, coaxial MMG, and you can add a hull-mounted MMG for 10 points. So 135 to get the hull-mounted MMG. It's up to an eight plus, and of course, it's got a close support option for 10 points. Let's see. So you can replace the AT gun with a light howitzer. And the forward-facing hull MMG for ten points. So you got to take the hull. Boo! I wouldn't like that. Don't take the hull MG out. That's not good. <laughs> but 125 points. It's it's into the eight plus range. So it's just got a little more defensibility to it. And they finally got you know for 10, 135 points to get that hull mounted on there. So it's okay. Again, I'd look at I'd look more in the U.S. book for the or look in their uh, uh, U.S. tanks and British service section. It's got a lot better light tank options. Uh, and then we've got the Cruiser Mark VI Crusader. This is a nice one. Uh, mm-hmm. This, again, was more Desert War stuff. 135 points regular to get a turret-mounted light anti-tank gun, coaxial MMG, auxiliary turret with single MMG covering the forward arc, and you can replace the anti and then a close support option for light howitzer at 8+. So it's a, it's, it's a two turret tank. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> British like to British like extra turrets for some reason. They take a little bit to figure. It, I think they finally got the American tanks American tanks before the rails. They could put one in the hull too. <laughs> like, oh, you just stick it in the armor. Oh. Uh, oh you, so you just cut that hole out and you put a gun through. That's fucking clever. Just so we pointed at the right thing. Okay. Right. I'm not even gonna try British accents. That was pretty that was terrible. I apologize. Yeah, kind of pretty bad, but it's okay. Thanks. So those are the couple that are the actual the actual British tanks that have some merit in light. I mean, otherwise, mm-hmm. you get into the medium and just grab the Cromwell because Cromwell's freaking awesome. Well, that's a different podcast. Though. Yeah. That's a, that's that's that'll be a different episode. We'll talk about medium <laughs> tanks and my love Cromwells and the fact we'll, that they have five we'll, of them. And then we'll get into heavy tanks and be like, just no, don't do it. No, but well, if you have, to. maybe if we ever stray into an episode for Korea again, we can talk about heavier tanks. Sure. I mean, I guess the Germans have a bunch of heavier tanks, but. Hey. Well, they weren't in Korea, though. So. No, they were def- no, they were definitely not in Korea, for sure. <laughs> Very sure few German were. units in Korea that were fighting. That That's probably for the better. Right. Not so good. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So there you go. That's, that's the couple of nuggets I dug out of there in the light tanks that were actually just British tanks. No. Right. So you didn't steal the U.S.'s thunder? I did not grab the Chaffee, no. Or or the or any of the other ones. Everyone knows the the M three Stewart. Come on, yeah. we don't, yeah. we don't yep. need to talk about that one. Everyone yeah. knows well, I that. love talking about that one though because it is a it is a it's a workhorse. But anyway, let's talk about the U S ones, Jeff. Sure. 
Uh, I'm only going to pick two because there's an it's an early war light tank and a late war light tank, and they're the two best light tanks in the U.S. list by far. And that's right. start with the uh, early war Stuart, and if you take the basic M3 model, that's the one that's festooned with machine guns. Which was that actually first done by the Soviets when they got it in Lend Lease? Were they the ones known for just popping all those guns in there? <laughs> Yeah. Well, again, it's a very Soviet thing. Yeah. Just they just let the guys stand on top. They like just just riveted the dudes to the side of the tank. The original tank riders. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This this is again this is one of those things that works really good in bolt action, but not as well historically. But that's just kind of how it is. Yeah. Um, so a quick breakdown for anyone not somehow not familiar with this basic M3 Stuart tank regulars 115 points. Comes with a turret mounted light anti tank gun and a coaxial MMG and one forward facing hole mounted MMG. So that's fairly standard in a light tank chassis. Yep, correct. Now, options as they existed previously is you could add recce for 10 points, you could add a pinto mounted MMG, whatever, but then you can add two, two hole mounted forward facing LMGs for 15 points total, which is ridiculous. Right. And those LMGs and the hull mounted MMG must fire at the same target in the front arc. Oh no! The hull. So, that's pretty yeah. FAQ. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah the that's, hull all shoots at its own thing. Whatever. Yep. Watch out. So yeah, so that's what eight and five, thirteen shots. Thirteen shots. Range. Yep. Pretty yep. impressive. And then you throw the coaxial if you want to really make sure something dies. Yep. If it's the last dice in the turn. <laughs> uh, do they also have they also have a pintle mounted option too? You can pick a pintle yep. as well. Yep. If you, you like open it. top. And if you really feel saucy, you can shoot the light auto cannon at the same thing. Or is it a uh, light auto cannon? Is that it, what it is? Light anti-tank gun. Anti-tank, anti-tank but yeah, that's yeah, yeah, going to take away the uh, coaxial MMG. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You can only have one or the other. That's right. Yep. 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 But still a very solid light tank. Oh, yeah. It is. It's a beast. Uh, thin sides. Vulnerable. 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 Sides, yeah. Okay, vulnerable. Riveted construction. So yep, if you get shot in the side or rear, it's plus one. That was just nuts. No bueno. Just don't point your ass at something. Okay. Yeah, front towards enemy. Which yeah. <laughs> does which does not mean so it starts at armor eight and the the vulnerable doesn't bring it down to six so pistol can't penetrate it it means a heavy weapon gets a plus two to on that side shot so don't right. don't try and think that also the pistol can take out a steward right. in the side because that doesn't happen no that yeah, does not happen still has to have a pen value to hit that's, a that's not how this works that's not how any of this works <laughs> <laughs> it has to be a heavy weapon because that's the only yes. one that has pen modifiers yep. right yep. exactly all right. Uh, there's a couple variations of Stuart out there, but I think that one that's festooned with machine guns is the one you're most likely to see. Uh, yeah. uh, the the flamethrower one's pretty good, too. They, they, make, they, they make a turreted flamethrower version, which is probably the other one you will see because that's... Satan? Is that the Satan? That is the or Satan. Is very, <laughs> that, that one's very good if you want a flame tank in the U.S. list. For uh, the cost, for sure, yeah. For the cost, yeah. I usually go a little heavier, but we'll talk about medium tanks in another day. Yep. Um, because medium, by their nature, flame tanks have to get in close and personal to use their gun, so you can't always use cover as much as you'd like to with them. So I like a little heavier tank. But anyway, that's a digression yeah. for another time. Uh, late War, this is... I struggle to find a better light tank in the game than the okay. M24 Chaffee. It's, part of that is because it's so late war. I mean, this thing served through Korea. Um, it's a fantastic platform. Okay, regular 140, 150 points, excuse me. You could take a veteran at 190, and the reason you might is because it has a gyro-stabilized, turret-mounted, medium anti-tank gun with a coaxial MMG, and then a forward-facing hull-mounted MMG. And that was the 5-plus with a 2-inch HE on it, too, right? That is the 2-inch HE gun. Solid. It's not, it's not a Puma. 
it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a Puma. It's, it's better than a Puma, but it's, it's got the better the same price. Yeah, it's, got it's got the not better HE. Yep. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Uh, and you absolutely should spend the extra 10 points to give it Recce at 160 points. Oh, yeah. At regular. Absolutely give it Recce. Yeah. It's, it's a fairly tiny frame, so you'll be able to use cover pretty effectively with it. Um, that 2-inch HE out of the 75 means if you have an opposing tank, you shoot tank. And if the other guy doesn't bring a tank, the so 2-inch HE is nothing to sneeze at. That's a oh, very no. solid anti-personnel weapon. Yep. Totally uh, agree. It has that solid, you know, it's it's got the combo, so it still has that whole, M- whole MMG, which gets phased out after tank models after the end of World War II. But, boy, it's pretty solid here. So, But, yeah. I think this, I, I it does have vulnerable, it's still riveted, but again, it's a light tank with recce, you shouldn't be taking side shots. Like, if you get a side shot on this, you did something wrong. So, but this one's just all around, arguably the best light tank in the game. So. Uh, side note on your M3 Stewart, uh, the British variants of it don't have the recce option. They do have a recce variant, but it means they took the turret off and it just gets all kinds of stupid... That so. sounds like, yeah, that sounds like a bad idea all up and down. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. I would don't do that. that. The Don't Soviets do that. get the get the M3 Stuart with all its bristled guns and the the normal recce, but yeah. Well, that's the Soviets. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. The British just like to take the tops off of things, I guess. I don't know. Hey, it's a convertible. Hi, right? <laughs> I, I, was, I was cooling down my tea. <laughs> Jeez. Oh lord. All right. Okay. <laughs> so those are the Americans, and on, uh, that's that's what I covered. So, Jaffe, all the way if you can get one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Pretty sweet. I like the, I like do like the Stewart though too. This is so cheap for what it is. Yeah. I have three Stewarts for my British. I've got two for my American, and now I've got one for my Soviets. So nice. I like the. Those kits are a pain in the butt, but I keep putting them together. They don't get any easier. Yeah. You, you, oh, they don't get any easier. <laughs> I was going to have. The, I was gonna, the Italiari kits, man. Those. I was gonna, I was just schlep one over to you so you could put it together for me. Yeah. I think I actually have two. I have two put together right now. I think I'm actually making the third one into a Satan. So, just for variety, because I don't think I'll have three tanks in a list necessarily. But I'm missing out. I don't. Own a, I don't own a single steward. So, would you like one? No. <laughs> nope. Right. Okay. Um, do you want to talk Germans then? Let's go through some Germans because. Why, why, why do, you, do you play Germans? I did. I think I'll, I think I'll cover some German stuff in here. Yeah. Um, this was not my cup of tea because when I played Germans, I typically brought something with Tiger Fear because Tiger Fear was good back in the day. Back in the day. So you're dating yourself as the last time you played Germans was. It's a while ago. I was well, I mean, to be stores. fair, to be fair, I'm not sure if I played Germans much since the Tiger Fear nerf either. So. Yeah, I mean, you and I played you play tested it once. The first nerf, the, not, the, yeah. not the you haven't played the rebound version yet. Yeah, no, we haven't played the new new version because I mean, COVID happened and. Spoiler alert! Uh, theaters of War. There are two tanks with Tiger Fear, two two army lists with Tiger Fear, and oh. so we'll yeah. get a chance to see how that does. I'll be looking yeah. at it. I I will thoroughly not enjoy. It. I'm well. I it's not going to be bad for me, but it's also not going to be fun to play with. It's kind of an obnoxiously like. Now we're gonna have to figure out what Tiger Fear is again. <laughs> oh, maybe I have to switch the matchups to make sure you play them. Damn it. Okay, okay whatever. It you matter. um, you did confirm that they understood which version of Tiger Fear they were playing with, correct? Uh, yeah, that's a good question, actually. No, I told them their list was the legal. Okay. And you should send them. You should send them. Here's the here's the Tiger Fear rule you're playing with. That's the latest FAQ. It was in the players pack. Oh, it was in the players pack. Then didn't. Then it's fine. Whatever. Yep. yep. You, 
You sent them a link to it. Yep, it's it's they got to go read that. Although they sh- should probably have known that by now. I'm sure. If yeah, I'm sure they know. We'll see. Who knows? We'll find out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so I'll start. I'll start at the top. Uh, Panzer. So I. There's a bunch of them here, but I'm gonna just go through a couple of the ones like just you guys have been doing too. <laughs> so the Panzer. The Panzer one is uh, a plus. Oh my screen just flickered. Um, an A plus for seventy points has two MMG, two home or two turret mounted MMGs. Um, you can also replace it with an auto cannon. I almost, I mean, I don't hate it for seventy points at uh, two MMGs. It's kind of a better. It's almost better than the motorcycle machine gun for what it is. Then at A plus, what's that? An A plus? Yeah, it's an A plus turret mounted, two turret mounted MMGs. Is that so inexperienced or regular? Regular. Panzer regular. one is tiny. It is yeah. and it's small and it's small. It is so tiny. It, I like that. Yeah, I I don't hate it for that point cost. Like it's not going to be killing any other tanks, obviously, but it is good infantry support and it's mm-hmm. it's a little bit of a a nut to crack for sure. Um, we're going to just skip over a couple of these other ones. The the Panzer II is boring. Um, I don't think there was any good variants of it. I think they all come with auto cannons, so uh, not super exciting. Or is uh, there one well, in Jeff? You know. Well, uh, the Panzer II, I'm going to just throw a pitch for the Lukes, the Lynx, yeah. Late War. It's an autocannon, but it's 8-plus recce for 100. And, oh, you can get a veteran at 138. You can get it regular at 115. I did not see the recce on that. That actually makes it a little bit better. Yes, yep. I agree. For 115 regular, you get an auto an, an autocannon that reckes. That's not as bad. Yeah, I eight, agree. 8-plus. It's, it's a very much a stick-and-move kind of tank, but I'm, I'm a yep. big fan. Yep. Okay, so I don't know the difference between the flame. Oh, actually, I do know the difference between the flame Panzer. Uh, so the flame, the Flamingo, the Flame Panzer II, is 130 points regular. Covers it has it has two flamethrowers, but we'll get to that in a second. Um, it has a flamethrower covering the front arc, front arc, and the left, or front and left, and the one covering the front right. You can only fire one. That's kind of the downer of it, but still. But if an one goes out, you get the other one. Right. You if you run it if you run out of fuel, it's not you're not lost, right? So it's kind of cool like that. I think it's cool, but it's, it does have inter- internal volatile tanks. So it's got some bad side, but it's really what? Uh, basically, if they start on fire, the bad things, worst things happen. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, it's only if you get the fire result on the tank. Right. On the tank. Which yeah. is so. one out of six. It's number yeah. three. Big wolf. I mean, it is what it is if that happens. For 130 points, you get a flamethrower tank, and you get a turret-mounted MMG as well. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it, I can't see anything to argue with that one. Yeah, it's a good flame. I like that thing. one. Yep. Then the flame. Uh, yeah. Oh, we're not going to cover it. That one's too expensive. It's Never an A plus too. I mean, so that's. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It's, so, it's a solid little. Uh, and we got the and then we got the Panzer three. Again, most of them I think are. Let me see the top end of it. They're almost all. I guess they start going into medium anti tank guns. They're started auto cannons and work their way up to medium anti tank guns. I think the G is an auto uh, an anti medium anti tank gun. F is. A light anti-tank gun. So you have, you kind of work your way up the list there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple other fun ones. There's a, which one was it that I just had? The Panzer uh, Sig 33. Is an, I don't, I'm not super sold on this one. It's 7 plus, open top, has a forward-facing heavy howitzer. It's 155 points. It is tracked, but it is open-topped. And it's, I've used this in a tournament. I loved it, but it definitely got killed more than once. Yeah. Well, I mean, the nice thing about a heavy howitzer is at least it can sit really far away from things. So someone is going to have to at least dedicate something to try and kill it if it was not 
killed by another tank or something, I guess. But yep, I mean, you know, it's got a relatively low profile for a tank too. So mm. is this the one? This one looks. I think this one looks like a giant box. <laughs> yeah, kind of does. Yeah, uh, no, like you're, you're thinking of the bison. This one looks like. Uh, this one looks like you took a Panzer II and you just cut it off about an inch above where the frame starts, above the tracks. Yep. And then, and then slapped a heavy howitzer hanging out the front. Okay. Yeah, that, that is exactly what it looks like. Yeah, so it's got like the gun shield on it. But yep. Yeah, it just feels weird. But, I mean, ingenuity, I guess, at that point. Um, and, I, and I'm going to cheat because I think there's a couple ones that are worth looking at that are maybe not quite. They're half tracks, so they're half tanks, I guess. I don't know. Just from the rear back. <laughs> Well, right, because we, we love our Panzerwerfer. There's a, there's, there's so many different versions of the, the, the basically the armored half track, doing all sorts of crazy stuff. No, they, they I, took the Molitor and slapped whatever weapon they could on the back of it. Right, exactly. But that was the one that I was looking for is the the, I, the SDK FZ seven one, which is 145 points for a. Oh no, I'm sorry, I'm looking at the wrong one, because there's two versions of it. There's an armored cab and there's one that is an armored cab. This one. Uh, it's 175 points, but it gives you four uh, quad quad auto cannons on a platform. Uh, seven plus, it's it's a beast. The other one is a little bit cheaper, which is only three auto cannons. Or no, it's four auto cannons, but six plus armor instead. So I think it must be on a truck, even four though it doesn't say it's on a truck. Sweet. This mm-hmm. says it is a half track still. Yeah, quad, quad auto cannons is pretty nasty. It's a six up armor though. Yeah, yeah the this, the armored cab is the one. How many I go points? For, but it's 145. Is that the armor cab that they basically like poured concrete for the cab? I don't you know. know if I don't that know. Bad, but I, I mean, I imagine it's whatever ingenuity again they use to make it work. But yeah, I, th- I think that yeah. when they actually like, they, 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 they they lowered concrete slabs around the cab to make it the armored <laughs> cab because that's, that's what they had. Right. I mean, if it's whatever they can do to make it work, but. I I don't I Which like the quad auto cannon. Which dropped to like next to nothing, but yeah, well, I'm sure the, it was basically a quote unquote mobile pillbox with a giant flak machine behind it. Yep. Um, and that's and that's all I'll talk about the half tracks. Go look at them if you want to find them because there's some sweet ones in there. I got Especially a I got a nugget for you, Rick. Ooh, okay. I'm I not doing nuggets tonight. Right, so yeah, what's the nugget? This is out of uh, Campaign Fortress Budapest. Uh oh. This is. Ironically enough, this is an Italian-built tank that basically the Germans just took. Because it's only available in the German reinforced platoon selector. It is not available in the Italian. Because why would they give selector. the Italians anything good? This is the Palazzi M1542 tank, the PZKPFW M1542 738 uh, This is a light tank at 8+, at 145 points regular. It has a turret-mounted light anti-tank gun with two coaxial MMGs and two hall-mounted MMGs. Jeez. It's Italian machine gun, so it does not get the Hitler buzzsaw, but 145 points no. and you got four MMGs, baby. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you got to open up, right? So. Okay. Just want to throw I mean, that one in there just in case uh, just in case no one else like me reads through all these books and finds weird stuff because that's yeah. what I do for fun. I'm gonna. Can I can I throw in my favorite German light tank while we're here? Yes, I, I like the links, but I'm actually this one gives me a historical um, hard on, which is the P38T, uh, which is actually a Czech tank the Germans took when they <clears throat> took control over. Yeah, let's I'm trying to find a nice word for it. Took control over Czech, uh, Czechoslovakia. Uh, it's a light tank, 
135 points, turret mounted light and a tank gun, coaxial MG, and a forward facing hull mounted MMG A plus hull. Uh, it's a solid tank. This was the, one of the most numerous tanks when they invaded France. And if you want to, you can replace all weapons with a turret-mounted light automatic cannon and a coaxial MG for 30 less points, reconnaissance variant. So for 100 points, you get an 8-plus tank with an autocannon. Not bad. Mm. It's not bad, mm. yeah. I like it. So oh, there we go. And no downsides, no no riveted hull or anything. So Right. That's Yeah, that's the big thing is you get to a 100-point tank, usually there's some, some usually not insurmountable problem, but there's usually something that causes them to be less than perfect. Yep. No, whatever, flamethrower tanks are still fun. <laughs> they absolutely are. Yeah. Especially when you can get a cheap one, you're like, ah, whatever, it's gone. Most tanks are bad. These ones are worth taking. Yes, usually when you can get them cheap enough. They, they, they make some, right, because if you take a 250-point tank, you're losing, what, maybe two dice? Me, well, you're you're one of the I guess one of the tank is one, so you're probably losing a dice, mm-hmm. maybe. Right. So if you then lower if you points, that's not as bad. No. It's, it depends. Yeah, I guess it depends on what points you're playing, but and you're not going to bring a 235 point tank in a thousand point list. In a thousand point list, because you're gonna you just lost a dice, at least a dice, if not more. Yeah. Yeah. Depending on what you're taking elsewise. I mean. Tanks are fun. Well, I sorry, we got one more to cover. We got the Soviet Union. To well, cover, I, so. I can I can save everyone a lot of heartache on that one. And the light <laughs> tanks for the Soviets kind of low, with the possible exception of the OT twenty six, the OT one thirty three light flamethrower tank, hundred five uh, points regular. It's got a turret mounted flamethrower with a coaxial MMG, and it's only seven plus. The rest of them basically have light anti tank. They're all seven plus. One of them has a light auto cannon, but their light tanks, and there's so much more you can put in the Soviet tank slot that looking at these light tanks is not going to do much for you, can be, to be honest. Unless someone has something different they've seen. I think it's a very mm. easily skipped over section for light tanks. Medium tanks, now you're talking something different. Yeah. Well, that's a different, yeah. I, I think there's just so much, there's just so much in the Soviet list I just can't see spending the points here. On a light tank. Right. Yeah, there's just so many other choices. I mean, the Soviets literally have everything. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yep, <laughs> they they kind of do. Um, and I think that uh, technically that the flame tank, the OT133, does cross over to the finished list. I don't think it's an official entry, but uh, I think I think they do have have a captured version. Someone will probably correct me on that very quickly since it's got some releases. But I, I believe that is also a captured finished tank option. So for them, it might be a better option, but we're that's minor power. We're not looking at that in this particular episode. Nope. No. Wait, we're not covering any minor powers? Because I was going to throw out my uh, <clears throat> one more tank in here. Yeah, if you, get, if you got a shout-out, go for it. Well, I have to throw this shout-out, because this episode won't come out where there'll be no time to ch- fix anything. You were talking about that Italian tank in the Fortress Budapest list. I'm going to show you the Italian tank that's in the standard list, which is the M1542. Yeah, I like that one. They call it a medium oh. tank, but it's a light tank. Right. <laughs> 145 for a turret-mounted light anti-tank gun and two coaxial MMGs and two hull-mounted MMGs. That's exactly Beast. what I just called out, but is that in the Italian list, too? That is the M1542. That is the Italian version of it. Okay, so that's like the same stat line. Yeah, that's, that's this, this is before the uh, Germans stole all of them. Okay. <laughs> so, like, you beat it by a week sort of deadline. Basically, yeah. 
you you'd see very few. Well, there's probably as many of these in service as there are Pumas ever made it into service, <clears throat> which is not many. Right, but. so like less than a hundred. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, yes, I got, I've got same one stat line. Okay, but that okay. So the Italians do get their own tank. Hey, nice job. They do. Good for them. Yep. Yeah. They must have rolled those out before they changed the paint job on them. You know, if you see any of these in Italian service, they're most likely the uh, RSI ones. So that's the uh, the loyalists to Mussolini after the Italian surrender. Uh, okay. Main government surrenders. Interesting. Okay. Like the 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 partisan partisans. No. So you know when Italian when Italy conked out of the we gave up in the war decided yeah, some, discretion some, was the yeah. better part of valor or whatever you want to say. Right, right, yeah. The official government switched sides to the Allies, but those fascists that were still loyal to Mussolini formed their own government in the northern part of Italy and right. that's yeah. the RSI. So they're not they're they're still an organized military, they're just more under direct German control. But right. So they're the cool. they're the real hardcore guys that wouldn't give up. So but yeah, so that's light tanks. Cool. Uh, best some of the best. Some of the best. I'm sure there's probably some other ones in light art and some of the minor powers that we didn't cover. Yeah. Though these are worth taking. <laughs> yep, that's about all you got to say. It's like these are actually valuable and would see the table. Maybe some yeah. of them would. I know. I know it's heresy to say this in a World War II game, but honestly, this the game plays better when everybody kind of limits themselves to light tanks. And it's hard for me to say because I know how iconic the Sherman is and the Panzer three and four, and the Cromwells, and those are all like, oh, when you think of World War II, that's what you think of because those are some of the most numerous tanks, but. The game itself plays better when you stick to light tanks. I would like to disagree with you, but yeah. What if they just made me like? Are you saying point wise, or are you just saying like play wise? Like, like is it almost imbalanced? If squad level gameplay favors to that light tank stuff. Yep. Sure. I'm just I'm just thinking of a like. What if you just made them all cheaper? Then it would be easier to take them, but that's not really what you're saying. No, that's no, that's not what I'm saying. No, yeah, yeah. it's not it's not a point problem. It's a how they interact problem. Well, it's it's not point the, the whole game until at least version four. Yeah, well, it's just how things interact is the problem. Well, I think there'd be interesting things to do that change that too, right? Like you could do, I mean, improvised improvised anti tank weapons were numerous, right? Like making making things that'll blow up tanks was something that people did, like. It's not like so nobody having anti tank grenades. I guess they are still able to to assault a tank if they get close to them. They are if they have to take a tank fear check. Yep. I guess ah uh, maybe not then. Okay. I was just like, why doesn't everyone just have anti tank grenades? It just seems like it would be worthwhile. They're too expensive. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, is everyone got them for free, like just as part of their kit? But I guess it's really not. It's probably not historically accurate to give everyone anti tank grenades. Not everyone was trained how to charge a tank. Most people are trained how to fire a gun at the other guy. If sure, if they were that lucky. Right. Mm. How, to, how to knock the dust out of their clip before they reloaded it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Okay, well, that's tanks. I think, I mean, we'll try and cover mediums in a near episode, right, Pat? Like, yeah, we've, we've got we've got more episodes under our belt. I realize the summer's oh. been really hit yeah. or miss for all of us with, you know, getting our schedules synced up. But, yeah, we've, we've we're still here. We're just a little slower than we'd like to be, but you know what? Uh, last year we put out at least four episodes more than we normally would have, so there you go. We're banking those. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's how this, is that how this works? Yeah, we did more than we were supposed to. Yeah, so. we, we, were ahead of, we were ahead of Q, so now we're just we're, we're keeping back up to once a month, so 
We're yeah, good. which is which is summer, summer, summer. We gotta. Yeah, it is. Things happen. Little ones to run around and you know mow the lawns and stuff. Although I haven't had to mow my lawn in a month. No, so. you mean beat back the weeds? Uh, not even that. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm just letting everything grow. Nothing's growing, quite honestly. Um, You're not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so so let's talk about this because there, I didn't know this existed. Nobody okay. did. It's a Nobody secret. does. Like is and is it is it actually? It's something that you can take in just a normal game? Yes. Okay. 100% so, legit. And in fact, it was even legit for Theaters of War. Everyone missed it. I didn't point it no. out, but everyone missed it. I was just saying, like, did anyone did uh, know it existed? Sorry, no, one person did ask about it and then later changed into something else anyway. So, uh, this like is... Like this pair of shorts or what? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, toe thongs. <laughs> All right. So, this, is, this came out in uh, the campaign for Battle of France... It is so a, a long time ago. It is an all nations theater selector. Yep. It says legit. This is a generic anti tank gun reinforced platoon. And what do they say about this? Let's see. I uh, take gun reinforced platoon list this is designed to be used in conjunction with the generic reinforced platoon list in the bolt action rulebook and all armies supplements, as well as the generic, generic army. Platoon selector of page 11 of Tank Wars. This list represents a very broad brush look at general concepts behind its tank and platoons, so it is not balanced for playing against specific historic lists. This is a reinforced platoon selector that anybody can actually take in conjunction with another reinforced platoon selector, whether it be Tank Wars or the general generic reinforced platoon selector. Especially in theaters or tournaments that allow one or two selectors. Well, it has to be, because it has to be taken in conjunction with something, right? Yep. That's what it said. Yep. So, um, page 98, for anyone who has the book, and has probably just cracked the spine and said, oh, fuck, I skipped that. (laughs) Uh, It is a one lieutenant, mandatory, first or second, and two anti-tank guns of the same type. Those are your mandatory selectors. Yep. Plus, you can have zero one infantry squad, zero one captain or major, zero one medic, zero two forward observers, artillery or air, zero one machine guns, zero two field artillery or anti tank gun selectors. There is a caveat here that these must be the same as the same mandatory compulsory types. You can also take a zero one anti tank. Uh, anti-aircraft vehicle or self-propelled artillery, and a 0-1 transport vehicle or tow per infantry and artillery selector in the reinforced platoon. That's the selector. That's everything. <laughs> so, you can spend a lot of points on some stuff that you maybe wouldn't normally spend points on. Uh, you could, uh, so from the British, the first thing I thought of the British is you can put uh, four 25-pounders in a list. And three artillery observers. And three artillery observers. And then you have no points for anything else. But let's see. So twenty-five hundred fifty-five. So two. Four ten about five hundred points. About half a thousand point list, and you've got uh, second lieutenant and four twenty-five pounders, which are a very, very, very versatile artillery piece. Because they got the plus four AT, uh, and they also have the two inch HE with them. Right. Right. Mm. Uh, Could you get that cheaper? So 55 points each. 210, 110, 220, 
55 is the cheapest you can put that five order dice list together at. Okay. So. It's, eh, pretty good. I mean, yeah. I'm not gonna say no. It's a lot of it's a lot of artillery. Oh. Four artillery pieces. So without, uh, yeah. Eh, I'm thinking uh, table minimum reinforced platoon, inexperienced platoon of German, and then four eighty eights. Woo! There's the other. Oh, hey, uh, just wanted to, just wanted to bring this up. Um, I posted very briefly in our Discord, and then quickly removed it just because I wanted to bring it here first. So I, I got an email from Alessio, and he wanted to know if we had addressed in some FAQ or the rules of what happens with these heavy artillery pieces that don't have a toe and only have a first wave option. And he's like, did we address that? Are they just lost? Do we say they can't come to the table? And that's Paul what Walker the rule I, said. Paul Walker and I said, yeah, that's, that's the thing. He's like, I don't think I like this so much. We maybe change the rule that these things can come on with a six-inch move, six move and then the mule team kind of disbands and buggers off. And he kind of basically said he's going to put that next FAQ. What? <laughs> he must be oh. looking at bringing one on one of his lists. Yeah, apparently. Obviously, he played one of them and said, this sucks. What do you mean I don't get to bring him on because I don't have a toe? Wait, I write the rules. I can change this, right? <laughs> I'll be very curious how he words that. Yeah, Because he, he mentioned yeah. errata, not FAQ. He said, well, I'm looking to errata this. How we just you would have to you'd rule. have to errata the first wave, wouldn't you? The first wave rule. Yeah, you would absolutely have to. That's probably where he'd have to change it. Yeah, otherwise, you, if you're changing the toe options for heavies, because yep. um, mediums can just roll on. Everybody but heavies can just roll on. Right. Um, right. So, all right, I'm reading the email yeah. from him verbatim right here. I will errata to say that those heavy guns are allowed a single six-inch move to enter the table as a first wave slash reserve. In parentheses, assuming there's a horse-drawn limber towing them to the edge of the table, then deploying them, and then buggering off. In parentheses. Oh, well, then there you go. You don't need a tow anymore. Yeah, if, that, if they change it so you don't ever need a tow for heavies, that's... Because you, know, you can bring it on different. in reserve, which is, right. which is why you'd bring a tow anyways. Which I expect an FAQ within the before the middle probably as this episode releases or shortly thereafter <laughs> so. um, also he gets it in there also in that so he, he did answer my other questions so, so, you know since since you know we, we spoil some stuff uh, we also talked about the zero we talked about this earlier in the episode but I got confirmation from him that the theater selectors that only say zero one toe he basically said I don't think this is something that we can FAQ this is just going to have to go rules as written. Those theater selectors. Well, so it won't. they're not technically wrong. Let's go rules as written. But it made him look at a different question, which brought about the toe thing. So yeah, he doesn't. He's not going to even matter anymore. Yeah, if, if he, he doesn't if, play theater selectors. Yeah, if they do the errata. If they change, if they change towing, then it, then it doesn't matter at all. So I'm just going right. to say it. If it's if it's a special move that gets them on the table, right? Like it's not an order dice move. It's a, just a special rule for deploying. I'm going to be. Decidedly unhappy because one of the very few things the Italians have going for them is that your opponent can't run the first turn. Yep, which means which means team weapons can't can't come on, come on the, the board. Turn. Yeah, so if it's just some special voodoo magic rule that they can just appear six inches onto the table, that's going to blow. Because that's just another nerf to the Italians; they don't effing need. Well, <laughs> so 
again, a team weapon can't come on in advance. It still has to be a run. Sure. Right. But if the, that's so what I'm saying, the if, first it, turn. if the heavies get a magic, they appear six yeah. inches onto the table, and it's not a run order, that's going to be troublesome. Yeah. Right. All of a sudden, there's an 88 that shouldn't be there. Yeah. Yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah, well, and it's firing on turn two instead of turn three. Correct. All right, well, I'll fire back at him. Hopefully you can catch it. Clearly we have someone that has his ear. We can probably figure this out, Jeff. Yep. I think we'll, it'll, if it, even if it gets changed the way you don't like it, there's a good chance it might get changed again. Well, it won't be active for Pat's tournament anyway, so. No, right, it doesn't Correct. make a difference. Anymore. Again, these FAQs, if they come out mid-next week, are not effective for the Saturday. Right. Yeah, that would be That would be crazy. And I have addressed all, as I mentioned earlier episode, I have addressed all that I can in the in the rules pack. So read it for Christ. Do you do you three read the rules pack at all? No, no, Jesus no. Christ, you guys. <laughs> hey, don't take it. Don't take it personal. I don't read any tournaments tournament pack. You know? Yeah, that's that's not a new thing. This is, I I know I've played in at least one tournament where we played the wrong scenario at least twice in a, in a so, tournament. So you guys missed the Kevin rule that said that if you don't wear pants, you will be kicked out. Oh, I. I guess I've never worried about that because I wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yeah. Um, Although maybe I, I should. I don't have. care. No. no, I mean, you should have put it in there. Whatever. It doesn't matter. Like, I mean, I hey, you guys, did you guys see the email that I sent out today? Yes, I did see that. Yeah. I, I did read that one. I, I, you posted it to us before you even sent it out, so we knew it was coming anyway, but yeah. I do appreciate that. I, I do think it's the proper etiquette at this point to just to wear masks for a tournament at this point. Yep. Things will change again, I'm sure. Yeah, let's hopefully. Just we got, uh, oh, uh, speaking of changing again, November, uh, Operation Snafu, we are now at 23 of 36. Nice. Sign Good up. time, guys. So you better sign up if you want to come. Yeah, sign up. Uh, and as soon as, yeah. I, as soon as I put a wrap on the Terminus of War, all that you have signed up can expect the correspondence verifying your sign up and some additional, uh, additional information coming for that, so... I know there's at least three people that have signed up. They're listed twice, so I have to find out who you are and who you signed up for so we get the proper contact information oh, and we yeah. get the proper contact information for the badge stuff back to the Renegade guys. So Frank has bought two tickets, one for yeah. him and his buddy. Yeah, yeah, I bought one from one, me from my son, one from you, one of my cousin Billy, or you know, whatever it is, you know. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right, that took a hard turn. Let's move yeah, on. I'm like, hope, hopefully we're not worried about people being like that, but it's okay. Eh. All right. Yes, let's let's move on. Please, let's move on from that. Speaking of tournaments, this is this is something that I, I'm actually excited about this conversation because oh. I have I want to I want to I have two people. Well, I mean three people. How I don't play in tournaments very often, so I'm excited to do this. But I think you guys are pretty seasoned in this, and I think this is important to to, to recognize. So it's. I don't know where this came from, but I think that this is important to talk about, like playing in a tournament versus playing with club clubmates at, at your club. That that's a huge deal. Like there's so you know, this 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 comes from um, indirect observation and some just fair. conversation with yep. so a lot of the newer players that we've had who are kind of like, what do I do? What can I do? Can I you know can I watch a game? Can I tell them they're doing stuff wrong or you know or, or think or can I ask questions? And you know with the theaters of war coming up this Saturday. Knowing that there's going to be a lot of people as their first tournament, and knowing that even uh, those observers in the, in the club are still new to the game, and kind of just letting them know, hey, you know, this is what's going on in a tournament, and these are also why tournament games move faster than your club right. games. 
Right. So this is kind of where this is coming from. I just thought it would be a good topic for us just to brush over. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, the first thing you can think of is club games, like you said, are always longer. You just sit there. You're taking your time. You're just you're relaxing. Your, you're your even club games are almost literally double what a tournament game is in time frame. For sure. Yeah. Because well, there's no again, pressure. You, you're just no. playing. You're talking. You're like, right. What else do you do this week? You know. Oh hey, you know, let's go ahead and look that up. Was, hey, while we're at it, let's look look this up too. You know. Well, or even just like I'm going to sit and think about my de- next decision for a while. Like, well, I could you know do this or I could do that. Or what is he going to do? Like, you have a lot of time to like just you could sit there and think. I think that's available to you. I think the biggest difference in my experience between a club game and a tournament game is typically at a club game, there are three or four of your mates sitting around the table. <laughs> and they're watching, and you're all talking back and forth about different things that are happening yes. in the game. You know, and they second guess everything you're trying to do. Well, maybe a little bit, or maybe they're asking or, questions, or, 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 or they're question, or they're honestly throwing jabs at you about why you didn't do that. Well, yeah, so. oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. And so, and that's just kind of built into the club gaming atmosphere, and yeah. so that's a hundred percent removed within the tournament. At least, typically, it is. And so, um, um, and so that's just one of. The, I mean, I mean, depending. Sometimes some folks will come and watch, but they're not going to be typically asking questions and stuff like that. So no, and and so okay. This is a, here's an example. One of our friends at a tournament that we used to go to for Warhammer Fantasy. Um, okay, in a normal gaming setting at a club, I'm sitting there watching a game, and something. One of them. Um, his opponent forgets the rule that he was supposed to remember, and it wasn't. It was significant. It was he had a a slon. If you remember what a slon is, it's like half of his army is this one model, and he forgot he could re-roll his leadership check. In the tournament, he forgot this, and I'm sitting there and I'm like, I saw it right away, but as a tournament player, I recognize that I'm not allowed to say anything about their game. That's their job just to figure those things out, and it actually cost him the game. I felt bad, but. Is it my position to tell him? I shouldn't have told him because that's, you know, that's the weird thing. It's the, the, the relationship between between those two people, and I'm just a bystander. I have to watch and not be able to say anything. Is that correct? Yes. I, I mean, that's what I feel like it had to be. I couldn't say anything because that. Yeah, the only, uh, in my opinion, the only two people who um, would be allowed to say anything would be the two people playing. Right. So, I mean, it, it made me feel bad, but I also was like, I this isn't my place to say anything. So that's another big thing between club games. And like, as a, as a spectator, the expectation is you kind of, you, you right. don't necessarily say anything about what's happening in the game. Right. And, and the outcome of the game, um, the, what occurred was, was because of, of what happened between the two players. It, it, it right. wasn't necessarily because you failed to say something because that's no, not your exactly. place. Yeah. No, exactly. That's it, it. Right. It wasn't my, it wasn't my forgetfulness that cost him the game. It was the, but it just is what happened. Yeah. Um, and I don't think it was malicious. There was no malicious intent in it. It was just they both forgot the rule at the moment, and that cost him the game. So, And that's, and that's a very – I mean, forgetting rules or getting rules wrong or playing something incorrectly is, is in my opinion, reasonably common. Right, and so, for sure. Um, it, it's much less common that messing something up to that degree changes the outcome of the game, but it certainly has happened, and, and it can happen. Mm-hmm. Um, but you sh- hopefully um, going in. Then also, this is this part of tournament etiquette is, is preparing yourself for those kinds of situations where oh shoot, I've just forgotten something that that might have cost me the game. Well, drat. Right. 
Um, yeah. You know, and those things kind of happen. But if you're preparing yourself, you know, and those those mistakes happen, then then they kind of happen, and then then they hopefully right. the next game things go better, and you and you, you do a better job of remembering. You'll remember it next time for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Right. That's I mean that's the big difference, right? It's like you'll remember it. And I think unfortunately, I think this cost him high placement at the end of the tournament because yep. again bolt action is a very different game from that game because right there's nothing in the game that costs you half your army like one singular thing other than i guess a tiger and a tiger like but nobody's bringing tigers that i know of to tournaments so well i think um i think something similar that might have happened was the original incarnation of tiger fear um yeah you've got that rule you've got the tiger out but if you're not remembering each time yes. that something's within line of sight um, yep, and they yep. have to take that order check. So that's that would be an example of a, a similar rule, you know, in in bolt action that might have. It's just similar, you know, and it's, right. it's so yeah. it is really easy in the flow of the game. You get into a rhythm to just kind of forget something, or you know, <laughs> or you become the annoying German player. It's just tiger tiger fear. So. Tiger fear every time they're like, I'm going to do tiger fear. Yeah, but you have just, to be. I know that's the only thing you can do. It's, yep thankfully when you get into a tournament role and you've been doing that for the first two turns normally they're just like tiger fear okay you're rolling a tiger fear like they, they you know they catch on to you being annoying because like that's unfortunately what you have to do to remember that silly rule every time you need to use it not not so much anymore because now you have to measure is that what the current incarnation of it is i don't even know what the current one is that scares me a little bit you have to declare your order before you measure the ETHs. ah that's the difference is it 18 okay. or is it 12 it is 18 now and 18. you have to Declare your your declare your order first before you measure that distance. Right. So if you if you're going to say an advance and fire, then there's a chance you might have to take a tiger fear check. Yes. If you're going to say fire, you might be just fine anyway. Yep. Cool. Okay. Easy enough. Thanks. Thanks for the uh, FAQ there, Pat. <laughs> That's what I do. Right. <laughs> yep. Uh, so, right. Uh, what is what is the tournament? What is uh, the theaters of war time limit? Was it two and a half hours? Two and a half two hours. hours. Although I had, uh, although none of you read the players' pack, so again the last revision C, I changed the time frame because I only allowed for ninety minutes for turn two. Oh, <laughs> I omitted entire. I just took an hour um, away from everybody. Just, Sorry, about daylight that. savings time in the middle of the bolt action tournament. Yep. Boosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, it's turn five already. Okay. Yep. Um, so I did put that big in. So now we're wrapping up at seven thirty of the awards. Yeah, that's brutal. But so is that is that because of what time the store opens? The the store opens at ten. Yep, he's, okay. he's allowing me in at 8 to set up the tables. Okay, that's nice. Okay. And it sounds like at least a couple of his guys are going to, uh, Logan himself and a couple of the guys are going to help set up the tables, which is nice. Because nice. yeah. 12 tables set up in two hours, I can't do that by myself. I was just saying, I'm surprised you're not being able to set up the night before, but uh, I guess it'd be late. Friday night is their busiest night. Yeah, I was just saying, like, you'd have to do it way late at night. So That sounds like not so much fun yep. either. And that's that, that's a fine. And uh, yeah. Wednesday or Thursday this week, I need to fit check my MDX to make sure I can get eight tables in there with the the woolly cow, the woolly laden uh, prize support I got in this thing. is just ridiculous. Uh, There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Right? Everybody's leaving with something. I guarantee the 15 bucks you spent, you're getting more than that back in prize support even if you get the worst prize out there. So, does that include us? Yes, it does. Woohoo! Okay. Yeah. See what we get. We'll be trading amongst ourselves, I'm sure. I'll probably just give it right back to you for the next tournament. <laughs> well, Maybe. <laughs> and, I, I, you know, uh, we'll get, uh, hopefully we, we can wrap this up and mention the rest of the sponsors. We do have, uh, we've signed a couple more for Operation Snafu. 
So Sweet. excellent. Cool. Touch on that too. So. Yeah, I mean, is there anything else you want to cover for turning play? Uh, did, did, sorry, I, I had to step away for a quick second. Dale, do you cover yeah. what the WTC actual specific examples are and what they have? I consider them kind of the the gold standard of you don't do this during tournament play sort of stuff, and they're very particular about it. Do you cover any of that, Dale? I, I haven't talked about, about let's maybe, what's Let's involved. maybe go over exactly exactly what you're, you're getting at, and this is not... <laughs> Some of these don't apply to like right. local events, right. but... Um, all right, so, so this is just an example of what a very tight, strict uh, tournament play is, and I think it's very fantastic, especially given the language barriers when you're talking about a world team championship. Well, that's the big thing, right? Yeah. So um, as far as as far as the WTC is concerned, as I recall, and I haven't reviewed the rules pack since before COVID, so <laughs> I might be a little uh, I fuzzy. Have. I can fill in some of your gaps. So um, as far I, I mean, so there. It's a, it's a team event, first of all, and um, teams representing um, various nationalities. And so as far as communication goes, um, while you were playing, um, you were expected to um, communicate to your opponent using English. Um, as far as the rule Shouldn't books go... Shouldn't be a problem in the States. Um, as far right. as the rules go, um, the English written rule books and army books are in effect. Um, For the record, that is the old English. So um, now the R's and the E's in different spots. Yes. Don't confuse so, it now. <laughs> so this is well. I mean, as opposed to, I mean, some things like lost in translation. Spanish, yeah. right? So, yeah, right. so the way a, a, a rule is worded in Spanish could could change how it's played. You know, based off of of how it's translated. So context and grammar. Um, exactly, and also. Um, it's a team event, and so there's four players on each team. And um, while games are going on, um, you as a player are not allowed to observe um, other players on your team while they're playing or communicate with them in any way. Um, while you're playing, um, you can kind of look at other tables and try to gauge what's going on because in, an, in a team environment, basically um, you... How, depending upon how the matchups go, you may be trying for, for two major wins and two draws. And so if you're playing on a table where you're hoping to play for a draw, it's not a great matchup for you. You're hoping to play for a draw. If you look over at the two tables that are supposed to be getting major wins and you see that, oh, shoot, one of them's really struggling, you may have to be in a position where you have to push. You might have to push beyond kind of that. And so you can kind of look and see, but there's no communication between any of the right. players. You, you can't ask them, like, played. Holy cow! Are you? Do you got? Are you, are That's you right. behind? What's going on? Yeah. You can't. You can't. You can't communicate with any of your team members. Exactly. And um, in the lead up to the in the lead up to the tournament, um, a lot of discussion goes on as far as rules, rules interpretations, what we can expect the judges to rule, which way. Um, that way, all of those rules discussions happen out front in the open before the tournament even starts. But should should something happen. Um, during the tournament, then the captains can be brought in um, to discuss something with the judge, and once the judge makes their final ruling, that's it. Um, whether you agree with the ruling or not, the judge has made the ruling, and that's going to be how it's played. So, at which point, then it's uh, all right. You know, pick up your dice and, and yeah. carry on with it. And, and after the judge has made a rule, you can't later then find the FAQ with the exact wording you were looking for in your favor and bring it up. It's too late. Right. You know, and so and so again, as far as you know, as far as it goes, I think 
Um, I think the structure is such that we're trying to get all of the rules, because we all play things a little differently, and we've seen some questions be posed, and it seems obvious to us what, what should occur, but that might not necessarily mean it's obvious to the to the people playing halfway around the world. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. And any time that you walk uh, up to a table in a tournament setting and you're playing someone who you have not played before, um, you can always find yourself in a situation where you do play something a little bit differently. And yeah, when the it number of times I've heard a term is like, oh, what, you know, we played this back with our guys, you know, this this is how we've always done it. Right, you know, right. Well, that might be the case, but the rule kind of says this. This is why I explicitly hate house rules. Right. Like, they, they don't even mean it or intend to do it, but that's just how they play it because that's how they were playing it. And, yeah, right? and, and here's here's an interesting thing, and, and this is true of our club. We, um, we'll, we will have played something the same way for for years and not actually realize that it was just a house rule that we had right. that we had in place and so um, and so then when it comes down to the game itself the etiquette you have to you have to balance what what your motivations are and decide kind of what's important and and for me um, the most important thing is finishing the game and if you spend right. 30, 30 minutes arguing something, not arguing, discussing, discussing. yeah, discussing the disagreement, um, then you you risk not finishing the game, which is bad etiquette in my opinion. Yeah, and I agree. so, and so then, and and there, and the ways around it are simply um, do your best to know the rules as written in the book and the FAQ um, as best as you can. Um, failing that, and if there is a disagreement, if you don't know where to find it in the book immediately, and they don't, um, call over a judge. Um, you don't want to spend more than, than a few minutes, maximum five right. minutes, trying to come to a resolution. And if, right. it, if you've reached that point and you still haven't been able to agree, you roll the dice, and, and yep. then you move on with it. And so I think yep. before you, you even roll that first dice, come to an agreement with who you're playing. So that, hey, you know so, what? If we don't agree, are you cool with this? So I apologize, guys. I, I, guys, I was going to try and have this. There's a, a great flow chart that uh, John Russell and Paul Walker have come up with that kind of shows a step-by-step of where you can go through this to begin with. And once this episode yeah. posts, I'll put this up on Discord and our Facebook and the Twin Cities Facebook. It'll be part of. It'll be printed out and on display uh, the Saturday at Theaters War. But it basically comes down to you know when should I ask for help when that is. You know, we, we disagree on how it's played, or I think my opponent is cheating because of this, and it goes through all the steps of that, and it takes you to your quick resolves, and then when to call for a TO, in this case myself, to come over and make a decision on it. And, and nowhere in there should you be, oh, well, Dale's right next to me. He's, yeah, on, he's got yeah, a yeah, podcast. Yep. I just ask him, he'll know. Don't no, interrupt he might someone know. else's game. He might that's know. the big yeah, thing. Yeah. He might, but that's not the right, the right person to ask. Right, and right. I'm right. and He's and a, if you ask right. me, I'm going to go. I'm going to I'm going to say, have you looked in the book? Well, no. We can just ask you. Nope. Sorry, I'm playing my game. You guys have to sort it <laughs> yes. out. And because then it's like you're being disrespectful yeah, to my opponent. Right. Because yeah. because the time limits that involve in the game is that you because they're trying to play their games as fast as they can with their you know and they've got enough going on in their own decisions and you've all you've all been through this like you're holding the ordinary like. And your opponent goes, what are you doing? You're like, I don't find clue. <laughs> well, you have to do right. something. Well, right. you know, and, and, and for them, while they're contemplating, someone go, hey, can, is this charge legal? Can he do that? Like, 
no, don't don't follow the other players. Right. That's what the the referee, the tournament organizer, is there to do and to be part of that. And there's the, the, there's nice little steps to go through to determine if you can find it out quickly enough, if you know about where the rules are, or you know. And then, honestly, if you ask me, I, I could probably tell you the page number where it's on. But and that's fine. But like just. To reiterate, if we're at the tournament and there's a question and I'm uh, playing the table next to you and you turn and ask me to solve it, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to ignore you. Nothing personal. Right. I'm going to ignore you. Like, and that's what my you game. should do. No. I'll acknowledge that you exist, but I'm not going to give you the answer either because I'll give you the wrong answer, first of all, so you shouldn't ask me. <laughs> just, I think that's the first clue. Just don't ask me No, the no Rick, you'll say, oh, crap, I did that in turn one and it was wrong. Don't do that. It, it, don't do that. No, I'm not that bad. <laughs> Typically, kidding. but yeah, I'm not... Uh, I'm with you guys. I don't think you should. Where I see dice rolls, the most prevalent, and I think this is a good way of using rolls, is are you in my front or are you in my arc? Like, wait, where am I? Like, you know, do I have cover? Do I not have cover? Like, we're, you know, there can be really wishy-washy the things. Cover, there, not cover is the biggest dice off yeah. thing. Yep. If you're super close to, to expedite the or, that's not the right word. Expedite. But yeah. expedite, expedite, yep. the, expedite the decision making. If you and your opponent are like, you know, this is a very seasoned tournament thing. You're like, Okay, it's almost fifty-fifty. You know, one through three, I have cover. Five, five, or four, five, six. I don't. You know, just to keep moving the game, so you're not sitting there like getting out laser pointers and trying to like get everything really close. Like it's it's really close, but it's one you could go either way. At that point, you might as well just roll the dice. Like it just moves the game along. I, w- I will also say that, especially with newer players or even just people who haven't, we've all had a year and a half off from this game for Christ's sake. You're yeah. gonna play rules wrong, and that's oh. Mm-hmm. As right. long as you play them the same from that point forward, right? And you're and you're not intentionally right. trying to if, deceive anyone or be malicious about it, right? If you forget a rule, you forget a rule, but don't you know? If you go back and say, "Hey, you know what? In turn two, you said this, and we decided that. Now I've got the same situation. Right. Apply that same interpretation you right. did. Yeah, at that play time. it the same. Exactly. Play it the same for right. the rest of the game. Don't play right. it correctly after that." <laughs> because now you're throwing in the fact that you guys have played two different rules throughout the game. You have to play the same right. rule whether you play it right or wrong. Yeah. You've got to play yeah. it throughout the game. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, because I, w- I didn't want to interrupt you there, Rick, but I will say I'm one of those guys that has a laser line pointer, but I always err on the side of, eh, it's in cover. Yeah, I'd re- and that's fair, too. Because I don't want to sit there eyeballing and dicking around for 30 minutes right. and someone arguing, well, I can see most of that last guy and that'd be overhead. Just fucking take cover. I don't care. <laughs> right. We, you're, yeah, you're always assuming the least the, the least good intention for you, like or the least good result for you, right? That's and that's relatively good in most cases. There are times where it probably matters in a game where you might want to like get like okay, I'll go back to the laser pointers for a second because this bothers me a little bit. When I got my fucking eye down at the table, don't shoot me in the eye with a laser. <laughs> like I've had that happen to me. I'm like what the fuck are you doing, Wait, dude? Can, like don't put me in the eye. a second mirror down so I can get both eyeballs. Yeah, right. Yeah, like, <laughs> let me hold on. Let me put my laser sunglasses on. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, just let me back up for a second. Yeah. So Don't shoot me in the eyeball. So, so the rule of cover I like to go with is, if you can't tell, there's cover. Yep. If yeah. it's not blatant, there's cover because well, these dudes are they're trained guys, and the last thing they want to do is get shot. They are taking whatever cover they can from anything. And and you know, I go as far as like when I'm moving my guys to be like, are these guys in cover? Do you think they're in cover? Like when I'm moving them, discussing so intention. Yes, right. Just yeah, I'm like they're. I'm, I want them to be in cover. How would I get them in cover? Do you think this is in cover? Okay, great, we're in cover. Great, let's move on. Right, you know, being able to do that during a game too helps a lot. Where you're like, my intention is that they're in cover. If you if you don't agree, let's talk about it now so I can move my guys to where 
Yeah, they would be. How about here? How about here? Yep. How about yeah, here? Is this guy now? If here? this guy's out of the line, okay, great, we're good. Yep. Like, moving on, right? Like, it's that's that comes down to just being, you know, most people maybe aren't good at this, but just communicating while you're doing something and your intention of what you're trying to do. Yep. It speeds up like, the game a lot too. It does. It does because you're you're thinking out loud and you're helping. It helps your opponent understand what's happening, and you don't have a miscommunication later when you're like, "I thought I had cover here." Yep. Like you know, you're not arguing with them about that later. It just saves a whole bunch of <laughs> bad things. It's not amazing how that works. <laughs> I mean, when and it, when it comes to the whole the whole rules thing and are you in cover? Are you not in cover? And and all the all of those little things that happen every time you play a game of bolt action. There are so many of those things that happen during the game. If you get caught or stuck on one of those one of those moments, um, I can almost guarantee you, ninety nine percent of the time, the game, the outcome of the game, isn't going to be, be determined on that individual moment. And For you sure. may, in fact, just find it easier to go. Well, what do you think? Okay, let's let's do that, and then just try to apply that as consistently as you can moving forward. Because yep. it, I mean, if you if you demonstrate that you're willing to see things from your opponent's point of view, they're more likely to do the same to you moving forward. And then once the game is done, and you're sitting there talking talking with your your new best friend because you've probably voted him that on your your sportsmanship, which um, happens a lot. Every game is my <laughs> new best friend. You know, then you start to be yeah. then you start to build that rapport, and and it just you know, and and the games get better moving forward. You know, and it's just you know, it, it, and that's that's how the community. You know, that's how the community gets better. And, and to so. add on that, Dale, too, is that I've mentioned this a number of times that I I do sit down for about three to five minutes after a game, and I, I'm get, getting a lot better at this about writing down what happened during the game so I can go back to it later. And if those are some of those pivotal moments, too, that then I thought about that I can then bring up later on and find out, was this the right move? Was it because I remember the rules incorrectly or replay them correctly or what I can do to build off that. Yeah. And taking that time to write that down and going back even a week later is like, oh crap, I forgot I even did that. Why would I have done that? The rules, I know this is the rule. Why did I do it that way? You know, it's just, and that builds on you to become a better player with it too. Yeah, so. each each game, the goal coming out the back end of that is to have finished on time and then hopefully to, to be a little bit of a better player. So, But again, the best thing getting rules right or wrong is getting the game done. Yes. You have yep. much better results in those turn 5, 6 where you can see whether you played it wrong in turn 2, 3, 4 but, got a, but played it in 5, 6 and got a result that that will make a difference in you looking back at stuff and how you play. Yep. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Well, and, and quite honestly, those turns 5 and 6 are, you know, the late turns in a game will often be more clear on how you're going to win the game or you know how you might lose the game than the early turns right like you said dale you, you might screw up a rule early in the game that's probably not going to impact you like turn five or six like you're going to start being able to see things way more clearly because all of a sudden you know you're going to have units gone and they're going to have units gone and everything's going to be more clear as to what you need to do you've by probably the way, yeah you've probably spent 90 minutes playing on the board so you should by that point in time know where the cover's at and how the game is being yep. played and yeah. Right. And like, oh, and well, and like this unit sitting on the objective, I have to deal with that unit now. Like, you know, all those kinds of things make more, make it a lot easier at the end of the yeah. game. So it's not uncommon in a scenario that has a deployment phase and first and round one and two go by and all of a sudden you have an hour left. Right. That is yeah, not uncommon. That deployment turn. Do not panic. 
<laughs> because yeah, all of a sudden, just, turns just five on. and six can take five to ten minutes apiece. Yeah, don't right. don't panic, but start pulling the dice but, out and start being decisive. But keep moving. Yep. Yeah, get decisive. Right. You've, you've, yep. you've thought enough. You've looked enough. You've, you've, you've gone through your probably your first hiccups and the reels questions and your cover questions, and now you kind of know what's going on. So again, it's not uncommon for that first hour and a half to go by and you're just getting into the end of two or the beginning of three. That's not uncommon. Yeah. yeah. But if you keep that pace up, you're only getting four turns in and you're going to lose or draw at best in most cases. Yep. Uh, this is another tip for all of those newer players out there. And not that this probably applies right now because you maybe aren't using shared dice bangs. But if it's your turn to draw the dice, keep on it. Like, keep moving. Like, if if a unit, if, you know, if your opponent had the dice and you're like, okay, they, they ran, cool, great, great, you should, the dice next dice should already be out, right? Like, you should be keep moving. Yep. Especially in a tournament setting. You got to keep that dice, you got to keep the dice activations going. Don't draw, don't draw too early that, like, now you know the next activation before he's even moved his unit. But, you know, like, got to keep on A faster it. play is once you've decided to move the first two units in your first two miniatures, miniatures thank models. you Jesus yeah. mind yeah. blank first two miniatures I, I that you and, and say okay next dice and yeah. you're going like, to okay. complete yeah. that yeah. movement and again you know uh, email I sent out today is like uh, Jordan Weeb has a very nice dice app yep check it out put it on your phone again you know for us in the US and probably most of the rest of the world you know we're not Sharing and swapping dice and licking them together at this point yet, so we're not. Shit, I know. Oh man, I know. Put the like lick dice away, Jeff. Yeah. Oh, I just got them cherry flavored. <laughs> oh, oh, damn. Oh, well, I'm playing you first round then. Let's we're just, just do all the dice. They're all game. Jolly Ranchers with the orders <laughs> printed on it. <laughs> Jesus, just stick your Special hand in them. Jolly get ten of them. They're all sticky. You're like, yeah, <laughs> you reach your hand in, you like all of them. You're like, eh, guess, guess, let's go. Guess I'm doing a snap to action. <laughs> Uh. Just playing French, and he's like, "Put them all back." Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Right now, it obviously doesn't matter, but still, if you're if you're the guy with the app, and you're like, "Okay, it's your turn." Well, first of all, make your phone charge. Make sure your phone is charged for that. Then, but then, too, like, you make sure you're moving it when it's time to start moving it. Like yep. that, I've I'm very guilty of this, where I'll just like get into daydream and sure. think about what's going on in the but game. Again, and be like, oh shit, I got the bag. Sorry, right. Hold it's on. not impolite to say, "Okay, next dice." Okay, next yeah, dice. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then the guy will go. The game you have the bag. Oh damn it! <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, I thought it was oh, wait, yeah, Shoot. right. Yeah, just, you, you've made a decision. You're moving. You got the first two units moved or first two models move. Okay, next dice, and that. Yeah. Those honestly, those seconds build up. So. Well, because I mean, right? Because there's twenty some dice being pulled to turn. Yeah. If you forget between you know ten seconds, you know, well, what yep. even the turn is right? However long it takes you to do the whatever action you're doing plus. You just add another 10, 15, 20 seconds on top of that. And if, you, if you're um, not sure in those first quick. couple turns, you got reservoirs, down, 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 down. Yeah. Yep, get those reserves my down. Fa- my favorite nothing. Yeah, the favorite yeah. nothing. Yeah. So I've just spent half my activations doing nothing, but whatever. Anyone else have any cool tips or things for people? Um, just quick etiquette things going back to a more... <laughs> local tournament setting if you've never been to one before just rules to live by if you're there observing or playing a game don't comment on anything keep your mouth shut enjoy but don't say anything yeah that's appreciated you can talk sure. between rounds that's great but don't try to start up a conversation don't call out things you're like oh I thought this rule was that just walk by smile watch the game and then after the game's done and the score sheets are in feel free to talk 
Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's the thing. Right, because that always used to happen at like at games or tournaments, right? You know, buddy, buddy finishes his game. He, you know, tables his opponent. He comes over to you know his other buddy's table and he starts talking shit while they're still playing. Yep. And, and I it's like, hate that. Come on, come on. Like you, you just slowed my game down because you're now playing. You know, you know. And I, I'll be the first to admit, I've I've been that person before because it's you know it happens sometimes, or they ask a question or whatever. But you've, it, um, it shouldn't be something. You've tabled someone in a tournament before? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> ben tabled. Ben tabled. Ben, t- ben tabled. <laughs> and two, doesn't matter if I got tabled or not. You know, my game ended before someone right. else's game ended. Uh, I will, I will I put know. a slightly different twist to what Jeff had said. And if you are a, a, a new observer to the game or curious about the game and want to know more about the game, come up to the scorers table. There you go. Yes. Talk absolutely. to the tournament organizer and say, "Hey, I kind of want to see how this game played out. I want to ask some questions, and I will let you know what table I think can handle that level of distraction." And they might actually make you pull order dice for them if we're allowed <laughs> to do that. That is a possible thing that might happen. Yes. So. Well, in- Oh, and or the game does not maybe matter as much too, right? There's not as much writing on that lower table game, to, or or they're just good sports and they're and like you said they're able to, to handle it. Or I might just give them to John Stens to give him a half a second distraction. I don't know. <laughs> give anyone <laughs> an advantage. <laughs> we all get an advantage. No, again, of just, course. Just send Jake Bromley's kids at him. All five or six. Or no, it was it was Joe Rogers who, or no, Johnny yes. Hastings was always one. It was it was Hastings. Yeah. I got Hastings. I got it. Bromley's kids are bad luck point. for for him. Yes, that was uh, one of our friends has a bunch of kids, and he would bring them in to distract his opponent. Uh, no, he would during a tournament. No, he no, wouldn't. it was no, it, his, it was someone Bromley with her, and I suffered that at one point too. His kids his kids would come and visit during the game because they wanted to see what he was doing. Yeah. That's really what it yeah. was. Yes. He just. It was distracting because they're all blonde-haired kids, blonde-haired, blonde-haired, blue eyes. Very children of the like, corn. Oh my gosh! There's like four of them here, <laughs> like or five of them. Were there five of them at that point? I don't even remember how many there were. There are a lot of them though. Well, when I when I, when I suffered the Bromley horde, there was five. I know there's more than that now. So, you know, I'm going to call another one of those kinds of things out because I, I this is not the first time this has happened. I see it all the time. Every time we go to Adepticon, I see at least one person that brings their girlfriend with them. Like, if you really, I mean, does she really? <laughs> Like half the time they look bored as shit. Like sitting there watching him play. Does anyone else remember these things, or is it just me? No, I I remember. Like, I I don't know that I. Well, I mean, yeah. I just typically ignore. the yeah the partner. Yeah, I mean, it's easy to ignore, but it's still just silly. I'm trying to, to remember. Me. Was it always a girlfriend? I mean, sometimes it. I mean, women were playing as well, but I don't I don't know that no, I recall I mean, the husbands yeah. or the boyfriend sitting there. Maybe, but I mean, it just yeah. They, usually they just kind of sat there and. Just like looked at their phone. Yeah, I I kind of felt bad for him. I'm like at least when like I'd go to tournaments in Duluth and my wife would come with me. She'd like go do something in Duluth. She wouldn't like hang out with me for the day. Like, right. There was an opportunity I, to actually Chicago, yeah. go somewhere. My yeah. my do wife knows else. enough to stay safely at home and be enjoyed. So <laughs> yeah, yeah. like yeah, like, my wife enjoys me not being around. Yeah, too, so. exactly. Yeah, Every once in a while, nope. just get a break. Not gonna happen. So <laughs> whatever. All right. So there we yeah. go. Yep. And I mean, in between games, it's just you know, come around, say hi. Um, and 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 maybe go out of your way. Sometimes some people have traveled a little ways to come in, and they're on their own. Yeah, and they might, yeah. you know. So, and maybe we'll go and have lunch together, or those kinds of things. So again, it's not right. just totally. it's not just the games and just finishing the games. It's you know, say hello, you know, bring your best World War Two jokes, and you know, <laughs> you, we'll have some fun. You know, even just learning their name goes a long way. I mean, I'm and I'm the worst with names. And it's hard for me to do that, but like, you know, 
when you're playing a person and you learn their name and then after the you know after game two you're like you find them again and you're like hey you know Johnny how was your game yeah look like, them back up again that's good yeah uh, it's it's always nice especially when they're younger new, newer players so, that, so speaking you know, of that seeing how they're doing yeah uh, and now I never expect this for a one day tournament but we are pulling two guys from North Dakota right on Ryan and Jeff nice and we're also pulling a guy from Rochester Tom okay so cool that's awesome. Yeah, thanks for coming, so, guys. Yeah, so seek yeah. those guys out. And again, uh, you know, I, I sent out an email earlier this earlier today as we're recording mm-hmm. that uh, Battleground Cafe did not get their food contracts up and going as quickly as they wanted to. So they are wow. they're looking at ordering some pizza from the local pizzeria. So I sent an email out asking people who wanted to sign up for that, and we'll pass the hat around and pay for it. Uh, and there's also apparently a good deli next door, and of course there's some stuff just three miles south of uh, south of where we are so keep that in mind if you're coming out to the if you're one of the 24 people who happen to listen there might be five or six others that do listen to this podcast as well that are are coming to that so keep that back in that one that's <laughs> no, <all> good <laughs> I, don't know. I heard pepperoni and heartburn jumped right in right away <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah i'm interested in this deli i think i'm going to try the deli depending on what what's going on yeah, I'm, I'm I'm there. Good either way so yeah, we'll figure it out. I I enjoy being able to eat together and having that time to like you know how did the game yeah. go? What, what did you do wrong? Yeah. Lament right. the like, terrible luck and yeah. So. <laughs> damn those order dice! Damn the <laughs> damn the order dice app! I mean. and Jeff going, I don't know. Italians seem fine. What people are bitching about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, I, I, all I can think of is the Charlie Brown Halloween special. We're like, I got candy. I got a caramel. I got a ride. That's, <laughs> that's me. I'm like I'm Charlie Brown in this case. I got a ride. I got a ride. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Hopefully, I mean, I have no. I I gonna play at a casual pace and try and get through the games. That's all I can do. Yep. To to try and uh, be decisive and right, especially since I'm playing a new list that I have not played before and I have never played. Uh, I'm, I'm actually bringing a Panzer Warfare, so I'm just gonna be like. That's what we're doing. We're going to Werfer things. Yep. And nubble some Werfers. Wait, there's a Werfer some wait, nubbles. A what? Werfer some in your nubbles. list? What? What's that? There's a Panzer Werfer yeah. in your list? Yeah. You didn't see it? Uh-oh. Well, that's the list I got, Rick. I'm kidding. No, you totally kidding. I'm totally like, kidding. Of, like, no way. I'm like, I'm going to check. I'm like, I know. <laughs> after I the, after the Dale staff, who, uh, I had to give you a moment to doubt. I'm actually <laughs> considering <laughs> just sending in the correct list and taking the 10 points. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, how many points? How many? How many points could you max in this tournament? I I, I have no idea, but it's not it's not actually about. Well, that. I'm asking Pat. Sixty. Sixty. I mean, three rounds, okay. twenty points is a ma- is a major victory. And there's no other points involved. All the other well, stuff all the points, all so the yeah. tiebreakers are secondary, and the the tertiary are the order dice. Right, right. I'm thinking like if you, sportsmanship and painting and all that stuff aren't included. Those in are this, separate. Which those is, are separate pure boarded awards. Yeah. Yep. 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 Exactly. So, you're sitting at. You're just going to lose ten points. I, so you max I think out I might. 15. Well, I mean, for me, it was just about iterating on this one specific list. So, right, yeah. right, right. I, and that makes some. And sense. And it's one of those well, things where it's like, um, you know, oh shoot, I forgot to do something right. I mean, we just talked about it. Oh, you missed something, you missed yeah. something up in the game. Dale, it's well, Sunday yeah. it was another five points. I missed. Well, I mean, that's. I mean, that's fine. Again, it's not. It's, it's fifteen now. It's not one it's, of those it's things. Twenty if your list isn't legal on the day of. Oh, it should be legal. <laughs> oh, I should probably send in the correct one to make sure it's legal. It should be okay. But again, it it, it was, ah, well, I've learned my lesson. I'll have to make sure I yep. send in the correct list yep. next time. 
Right. So listen to what the TO says. Yeah. I, I, and I'm sure literally you posting pairings uh, Tuesday morning. So. Okay. What day is it? Oh, it's Sunday. Sunday now. Oh, Jesus. As a record, okay. this episode should. I'm hoping to. I'm hoping to simul those things too. So I'm hoping to get it this edited tomorrow. I'll buy you some Mountain Dew, Pat. <laughs> All right. I think we've covered a lot of tournament stuff. Mm-hmm. I think we've probably overwhelmed every new player that's coming to our tournament or anywhere that's listening. Yeah, I expect there. several drops on Thursday. <laughs> no, yeah, no, guys, guys, no, this this is here's the, the thing. experience is Don't, great. Yeah, it really yeah, is. Yeah. And once right. once you get to it, and we've got so much stuff. And in fact, I'm actually again what Actar was talking to me about. What I was talking about. So uh, I've got a ridiculous amount of prize support for this, but I kind of want. No offense to you guys who've been to several tournaments and honestly don't need a lot of this stuff. And the newer players who've just started in the last year, some of the more valuable prizes typically get picked up if you do like, hey, you won first, you get to pick first. You won second, you get picked second. Okay, yeah, the rich great. get richer. But, right. but as, as, as actor I want to say, he's like, you know what, I, I like to reverse that. I like to give the guy who finished last the first pick of the prize pack. Yeah. Well, sh- sure. That's always that's always nice yeah. when you give the bottom guy the. the yeah. So you know. We're, so I'm, it's I'm minus gonna, fifteen points for changing my list. <laughs> right now, <laughs> as, of, as, of, as of right now, it's minus fifteen points. And see how I can teach myself. <laughs> yeah. So, and I haven't officially done that, and I've also got some. I, I reached out. I reached out to the the Topher Loaf and the Juggernauts, and what they kind of do is they just give. They kind of value their prize packs, whatever, and they rank them, and one, two, three, four, five picks up. But they kind of value base all of them. But I don't, I don't have enough value base in these. I mean, some of the stuff I can't put a value on because I got for nothing. And yeah, some of I them mean, don't have a market value because they're special characters. So shh, and, don't tell people we got cool stuff, right? And and who who really honestly wants the inflatable twenty five the inflatable uh, 17 Bullet. butter bullets <laughs> the shell which yeah. I'm, I'm told are out of print now so that's supposed to add to their value so they're probably what? worth 8 cents it's done nothing uh, <laughs> I joke of course I'm like you're going to pay me shipping what right uh, you can't order them no they're only available in price packs they they, they are not available oh, for I know. purchase so uh, yeah I mean still okay it's a thing right somebody so, you know what I don't appreciate it someone else will someone always does appreciate things that so that I don't appreciate. So, so I'm still kind of weighing those back and forth, and you know, that's kind of we're looking at. And I, of course, mentioned earlier in the episode that you know we've got the we've got the newbies, the rookies, as we're, as we're calling them, because why not? It's their first tournament. That sounds like a rookie to me. That one of them who finishes best amongst themselves is taking home a, a British Eighth Army. I think this Eighth Army. I think this. I think the starter I picked. But yeah, so that's cool. I mean, I I appreciate that, and I think. Again, you're not eligible. This new, new. Uh, no, it's fine. <laughs> I, I, I've got a whole freaking eighth army in my closet right now. I don't need more eighth army. I got enough of it. Don't fall asleep um, in night. Is that how it works? I, I guess. Um, so. does, does that mean they're going to paint? They're going to paint themselves? They at least assemble themselves. You so might not like where they put the brush, or you might. I don't know. That depends on the day, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> regardless, regardless. All right, it's got joking. Here. I'm joking. <laughs> joking all i was going to say to those rookies in the, the the newer players that are listening to this that are probably coming to our tournament that i know some of you do listen to us don't freak out you'll still have a good time even if you don't finish your games all these things we're talking about are things you'll learn over time 
don't don't drop because you're afraid to join us like I think that's the biggest dilemma I have is like I remember when I was young and I was like yeah should I go to a tournament I don't know I'm not probably that good and it's like dude it's still fun it doesn't matter if you win or lose like Pat said coming in and, and getting prizes you get something anyway for showing up yep. that's cool seeing like, cool armies. and you're getting valuable yeah yeah, yeah. and you and you're gonna get expired inspired you're gonna learn something from some that guy that beat you in a game whatever like there's always opportunities to like do better at this right but the only way you get better is if by doing as, it so you got to come here's the it. sounds losing game one is obviously the best thing you could do because you're well, gonna play someone else who lost game one as long as you're sure. playing me yeah go ahead and lose round yeah. one yeah, play, yeah, lose game one to me, too. That sounds great. Like, no. I, no well, whatever. It doesn't matter. I, even with Dale losing 10 points, it's <laughs> looking at, better than me. Dale's already looking at <laughs> chumping down 15 points. I, I yeah. may just reject it in principle, Dale. Sorry. Well, let, let me see if I can get a truck painted. So. <laughs> the, but I get what Dale's going for here, right? He's not going to necessarily win. He's iterating on his list for another tournament. Like, he's using these as practice games for something and, else. And that yes. was always kind of part of our yeah. approach a little bit was there were a couple right. of big tournaments that we were prepping for and all the other tournaments were preparation. Are, are just were, reps Yeah, that, were the yeah. lead up to, you know, yeah. to the bigger ones. So, uh, For the record, yeah. for the record, Dale, you cannot play in Operation Snafu. I can play in the WTC, though. You can play in the Recon Rumble. So... You can you can play my tank game too, Dale. Don't worry. I think I'll be working that Friday. So that tank game, maybe we'll see how much I've had to drink. So that's the idea. Wait, do I have to paint a tank? No, 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 no. Okay. no. Pat's got all the tanks we all need. Right, I'm right. sure. Actually, you probably need to figure that out, but we will have. No, that sounds tanks. accurate. Yeah, I think <laughs> you have an entire. Well, we need to get a, an asshole to German tanks. You don't have a buttload of. I've only German got tanks, four German tanks. I've got some well, I can throw in. Yeah, I was gonna say we'll beg, we'll beg, borrow, and steal some here. We'll, we'll get it figured out. We do you have, we'll do have, you have a, any updates to that, Rick, by the way, since you broached it? No, not really. Okay. Um, well, I'm working on stuff, but so not really. So episode 64, actively. we'll talk about that. Yeah, that sounds like a better choice. And I, I have yeah, I, think, I have the the basics, but not any of the deep stuff yet. I think we're going to push off our overview of uh, the D-Day U.S. sectors for that, too, as well, because it's gotten very late here very quick. Yeah. Yep, good call. Yeah, and especially if since... <laughs> They didn't give us the book until way later. Well, <laughs> we didn't see the book. I shouldn't say we gave. We didn't see the book for until well after release, didn't we? I, didn't, I saw the book. I saw the book at the same time the retailer saw it, which was uh, pre-order yeah. on my doorstep. So, yeah, well, it is what it is. It's all right. Yeah, it's all good. I'm just used to seeing things early. It's fun to see things early. So, anyone listening from Osprey? You lost your contact there again, didn't you? Pat? Nope, got one back. Oh, and got, got a new one. Actually, okay. so, so, so I'm back in the Osprey early release, and that was uh, three weeks behind the official release. All right. Um, I think we can call it there. We're getting salty and not being productive anymore. Um, enjoy your light tanks. Uh, we'll see some of you at the tournament. Hopefully, uh, the rest of you are participating in tournaments where you can. Sign up for after Snafu. Spots are running out. Yeah. And also yeah. Recon Rumble. Mine won't run out of space because I will keep making space. Uh, Recon Rumble is on the verge of being canceled. Please sign up for it. It's a Friday game. I know. Ooh. Yeah, that's hard. It's it's such a weird weekend. Yeah, it is a weird weekend, and they're 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 trying to be a full. We're a con, but we're not a con. We haven't got to a con yet, but uh, we currently have seven people signed up for the Recon Rumble, and if we do not get to twelve, it will be dropped. 
So yeah, makes sense. Kind of makes sense. Talking to Jeff, Dale, and Rick to maybe sign up for the Recon Rumble. Well, I thought I was banned from playing in Recon Rumble after last time. <laughs> um, As a ringer, wrecker, yes, you are. As a player, go win the fucking thing, dude. <laughs> Shit. I'll have to look at the rules again. I guess I got a, a Marine army with a bunch of buffaloes that might work terribly. Yeah, yeah. I think we saw that well, one, if I'm not mistaken, last year. Yeah, that was me. Right. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't work out very well. I mean, it was fine. It worked just fine, but it wasn't anything special. <laughs> you probably do better with it than I did. Mm. To be fair, I think. I mean, I just rolled it out. I had no idea what I was doing with it, but I put all the dudes in one clown car, so that didn't help. Actually, no, that's true. I brought a truck too. I had, I kind of spread out a little bit, but regardless, um. I'll gladly participate. Do I have to buy a weekend pass? No. Okay. Well, then we'll talk. We'll talk after the after we'll stop recording, and I can talk to you about that later. All right. Um, I got nothing else. You guys, we'll see you yeah. soon. We'll talk to you in a month. Sounds good. Pat, lead us out. <sighs> good grief. This is Snafu over and out. Have a good night, guys. Good night. Good night, everybody. Adios.
Your Gmail, yeah, Gmail. Ian, uh, Rick. Whatever snare, whatever email you provided me with is where I sent it to. Yep. If you, if you don't check that one, I can't help you. That's true. And I'm leaving this part in. Yeah, it didn't. Uh, it didn't have the little attachment on my on my email, so I couldn't see which one it was. There we go. I, sorry, I'm looking for a different list. The 16th, you said. T O W scenarios. Uh, that could have been the second oh. time I sent them out. For goodness sakes, envelopment is in here. Boo. Mm -hmm. Now that it's all official, I can tell you that I, that I don't like all your scenarios. So. <laughs> well, there are five. We're only playing three. Did you spell my name right in that email? <laughs> I did not get one from you on the 16th. Yes, you did. Uh, no, the 13th, not the 16th, the 13th. God, okay, you said the 16th. I was super confused. I apologize right. then. No. I meant the 13th. All right, it's, I have the one from the 13th. I was, like, I was looking for an updated one. Do you realize how many different <sighs> people have had to send these out with ad drops? Yeah, it's okay. That's your job. You should just post them on a website or something. Wow. Should I work on that for you? Thanks. Yeah. Next time. Next time. I'll give you a spot to put them or something. We'll figure it out.